and welcome to episode 110 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week we've got Sheepdog, Anna and Bouncy. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. 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 Your microphone is too far away and you didn't say hello. I did say hello. Oh, you said it so quietly. Don't lean on the mixer. You're making it all go wrong. Oh, shut up. Now I'm in my microphone. Oh, it's all gone wrong. (laughs) It's because that dog won't shut up in your room. Is that your dog? Your dog's whining, not my dog. Yeah, we could make a song out of that. We should. We should. No, no, they ha! Don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. I honestly thought it was when I said a minute ago off air. I went to react and realised that's not my dog making that noise. I just, I'm just tuned to the frequency of that noise, and it drives. You know, it's He's just been doing it for a couple of days now. I don't know what's up with him. Ever since I hit him, didn't it? <laughs> with my car. <laughs> um, I noticed you're wearing a coat this evening, little fella. It's not like you. He's lovely. It's because not. I realised on the way out that this t-shirt has a hole in it. Let's put your face in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, so I just thought, oh, I can't bother to go change my T-shirt, and I was already running five minutes late. It's so, going to be barbecue ever tomorrow, apparently. Really? Yeah. I've already had six really? steaks this week, Can I really have more steak. Yeah, Chris Evans told me on the radio this morning that he, uh, we're looking at barbecue ever this weekend. Where's the weather? So I assume we're all very excited. We've got our steaks ready. Well, I Sausages. I ate them. Six of them. Have you got your steaks ready, Bouncy? Oh, we've got I, it is. Um, I don't like barbecue. What do you mean you don't like barbecue? You Unless somebody else is cooking it for me. Yeah, I cook because it. Because every time I try and cook, yeah, any time I try and cook anything on a barbecue, I end up having a massive crisis of confidence. So then part cook everything in an oven, then take it outside <laughs> and then finish off on the barbecue. Wow. Because the first time I ever did a barbecue, I poisoned 12 people. <gasps> well, you should come to my barbecue and I'll cook you some delicious food. Sheepdog knows I cook a mean steak on the barbecue. I'm just looking at the weather app. 18 degrees in sunshine on Sunday. Barbecue City. Brilliant. Yeah, but you, have, you have to do the garden until we're allowed to barbecue. Oh, just it. barbecue on no, the No, you promised the other day. You're like, I'll clean the garden and then I can have a barbecue. Are you seriously thinking he's going to do the garden? There's, there's a trampoline out there, Bouncy, with grass growing <laughs> over it. If he leaves that for another year, you won't know there's a trampoline out there because the, the grass, grass is growing over through it, it not yeah. over it. Through it, over it, it's just not there. I anymore. tried to lift it up to move it and I can't move it. It's, <laughs> it belongs to the grass now. Yeah. While, we, <laughs> while I came over for the 24 hour podcast, it was a bit like The Last of Us. I kept thinking, <laughs> Kev's worried about some new knife. I'm worried about a fungus basically biting my neck out. This is what would happen if like, society collapsed. And life was left to just take over. There's probably half That's a beer it. out there of mine. Nor- Naughty no, dog no. have probably photographed your garden as a reference to the sequel. That box there, you see that box out on the chair, they've got a bottle of them, of yeah. beer. Yeah, it's probably half one thirsty. of mine there, definitely. Yeah. I've got a half a can of Coke sat on the table next to all the old disposable <laughs> barbecues. <laughs> but I can't bring it in the house because it's got a hole in the bottom. And it's not to put my face in. <laughs> Is that the one the dog did? Oh no, you banged. No, it's the, the one that I, op- I opened the door with a with a cat with a six pack of coke and it exploded, which is ridiculous. That's a design flaw, right there. That is definitely design. They obviously didn't test that properly. Yeah, exactly. Um, should we get on with the rest of the show? Yeah, we might as well. So, sheepdog, what you been playing this week, then, little fella? Right, this first one, um, I actually looked up on the internet how to say it because I thought <laughs> I'm going to say it wrong. Uh, now I grew up calling this game Shinobi. What, Shinobi? And when I looked up clips online, it's Shinobi, Shinobi, Chinobi, Shinobi. And it just changed every country. or yeah, it's Chinobi. Every person. Yeah, you're saying Chinobi to wind me up. But, um, no, that's how you say it. I grew up calling it Shinobi. Oh, the internet thinks um, you're a moron. 
Well, what you've, what you've discovered there, Sheepdog, is there's such a thing as a regional accent. <laughs> well, yeah, but when I say things differently, uh, like o- Omega, I say, and you say it's Omega, and I'm like, I've never heard it be said like that in my life. Well, that's um, how you and say it. It's not how you say it, though. Everything omega I've free ever heard, fatty acids and all that. It's Omega. Omega. And I say Omega. Omega. No, an Amiga's a console game computer thing. But, um, yeah, More so runs. I always get mocked for saying something wrong, so I thought I'll learn Shinobi right, but there is no way to say it. But, yeah, I um, I have Shinobi on the 3DS. and Shinobi. It's, uh, the reason I thought I'd get it and play it is I, I played Revenge of Shinobi on the Mega Drive. You can't play Revenge um, before the real thing. You're doing it in the wrong order. <laughs> it must be sort of a reboot. But um, I made a bit of a mistake. It gives you the option when you start it up to play it on sort of hard, medium, easy, or indestructible mode. <laughs> so I played it on indestructible, <laughs> where I can't die. And that takes some of the fun out of it, surprisingly. Um, but no, it is quite, it's, it's a decent game. It's, it's nothing to write home about exactly, but it's decent enough that you can sort of while away the hours just kind of sat there um, going through the levels, attacking people. And um, the bosses, I mean, I'm not too far for it, but the bosses seem a bit samey. The, the bad is... Um, there's either one that you can't throw stuff at you have to hit and one that you can't hit you have to throw stuff at it and that's basically the extent of the bad is so far you constantly have to sort of just climb across stuff climb away from stuff it, it's not a great game but it's, it, it covered a couple of hours and I had nothing to play um, could have played right. FTL and finished that yeah but I keep doing that I keep trying well, you keep finishing it, it over no. and over again you're getting too good at it I keep trying to play it and then getting fed up so I have played that I played that every week um, it just goes without saying that I've had a crack at FTO and I've not done it. Um, I'll probably complete it one day and spend an hour talking about how I, my glorious victory, but that's not this week, sadly. Um, I went to play Everybody's Golf on the Vita, but ended up putting Mortal Kombat in by mistake because I didn't know I had that even. I must have got that from you from the Love Film pile when we were sorting through it. But um, Mortal Kombat's gone a bit weird. I don't know whether I started it up midway through the story because somebody else had played it or whether it started with Scorpion killing Sub-Zero. But when it said I was on like a fight and I wasn't too far through the story because um, it was still quite early in it. But I was like, what? Sub-Zero is no longer alive. But then I was, again, thinking it was a bit weird when I went to play an arcade game and um, Freddy Krueger's a character that you can pick in it. That must be an unlock that they've done and not saved. And then there's Cyber Sub Zero, <laughs> like a robotic version. I have no idea of any of these names. You know Sub Zero, the one who fires ice. I don't do more yeah. combat. Uh, you need to learn it. Well, the, the Freddy Krueger was DLC originally, ah, so the right. Vita version was like the Game of the Year edition, had all the unlocked content in there. So you had, I believe, uh, Rain, um, Ken, oh, I can't remember, uh, Raichi, the, the blind. Or Kenshi, where he's playing now, was the blind swords, swordsman. You had one of the women, you had Freddy Krueger, and you had something. I forget what they were now. But Freddy Krueger was the, the, the weird one in the pack. Because it was just like, all right, okay. And yeah. he's, re- I mean, he's based on the, the remake of Freddy Krueger. Uh, or if not, Renel Strugler. And, and he's a pretty decent Mortal Kombat character, actually. He, he works quite well. He's got this really, really sinister special move as well. Where he just like teleports, appears behind him, just goes, shh. Yeah, <laughs> stabs him through because I played yeah. as him to see what the hell was going on. Yeah, um, it, but he fits in. He doesn't seem weird. Like it, they, they do this with games from now and then. They did like with Soul Calibur. You had you've had Yoda and Darth Vader. You've had Link. You've had Spawn. You've had Hayachi from Tekken. So you know, I, I think it's really cool. They when they did Injustice, they did Scorpion in Injustice as well, just to like return the favor to say, oh well, let's bring him over. But yeah, it's. Uh, 
the, the storyline for that, because obviously he didn't start very at the beginning, at the beginning, basically starts with Armageddon for the PS2 era, which was one where Mortal Kombat had been fought so much, they were split in reality. I remember half. that. I played that one, yeah. yeah. And it's on starts with that, and then goes right back to the very first Mortal Kombat game, where Raiden has a, a, a like a foresight of that happening and tries to change the events of the established canon to stop it happening. So some things do go exactly as planned as some he can't change. So it's it's an interesting kind of look at the entire Mortal Kombat series in one game and it's very well worthwhile starting from the beginning if you if you like. Yeah, I think I will. This is what confused me because when I started it up, Cyrax was a human instead yep. of a robot. And Sub-Zero was a robot instead of a human. <laughs> I was just like, what's going on? Have I kind of, has Cyrax been doing a, a Pinocchio story while um, Sub-Zero has been doing like the reverse version? But I can't remember from the film, was Cyrax just a person who they were they, they, because he died? All the, the Lin Kuei, uh, became cyborgs and some rebelled against it and some didn't. Though Smoke, I think, rebelled and then was forcibly changed. Um, the Sub-Zero storyline, there was Sub-Zero was killed by Scorpion then came back and it turned out it was his brother under it using his name that's why there was a second sub-zero and why they could kill him off so he's like yeah. minus two degrees instead of minus one degree or something like what on earth are you two talking about it's Mortal basically story. I mean, yeah the more combat story like although it's just a beat him up it is it does have one of the, the nicest kind of ridiculous storylines they ever did because the first one was just like right there's this fighting contest and it's these people from a different dimension fighting our dimension for the right to invade and that was fine. Then it did well. And then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And by Mortal Kombat 3, you were bringing in this whole kind of forced invasion of Earth. And you had cyborg ninjas. And then they had massive great big games like um, well, like Armageddon and Deadly Alliance. The other one I can never remember the name of. Uh, but where it then became like an open world RPG with fighting elements as well. Well, this one. A brilliant story to it overall. Could be yeah. it. For a so this game, one, actually, well, yeah, I mean, like the but fighting uh, games are rubbish. I don't want to play a fighting game that I have to pay well, attention to as well. Here's what? the thing, Kev. You played through Injustice, didn't you? Yeah. Like that? No, I watched it on YouTube. All right. Well, this is basically it's the same people that made the Injustice game. They've made Mortal Kombat in the same way. So it's a story that then uh, it triggers a fight, and you play as every character right the way through. So even if if you want to have watch on, on YouTube, I'd recommend doing that just so you know the established story and what happens because it is really well put together and. Uh, I, I look forward to hearing how you get on with it, Steve, because it's yeah. a cracking game. I wish I'd made the films just slightly less cheese because they'd be good as a story. Um, yeah, how they suddenly stopped doing superhero films cheesily. They should do Mortal Kombat properly. And yeah. I've always said they should do Power Rangers properly as well. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting without the cheese. Be good. Yeah. Or pizza without the cheese. It'd be less calorific then. That'd be great. Um, so then I actually, after playing Mortal Kombat for a bit and wondering why Freddy Krueger was there, I found the Everybody's Golf... Uh, cartridge thing and put that in um found the one that i put in your hand before you left here yeah, two uh, weeks ago put it in there along with the more common one they were stuck together funnily enough were they? um and that's interesting but i can't find how you play it online i wonder you if you need an on- no we had several copies i wonder no. if you need an online code for it because i got download i downloaded it hmm. i seem to remember you do need an online code because i think i bought it brand new to get an online code. I'll get one then if there, if there is a way to get one. You can um, buy it through the marketplace. It's about £3.50. Yeah. I think. Just checking yeah. if that exists. But um, I was playing it with... Because uh, it gives you a choice on how you want to hit the ball. 
you can either do it where you've got to watch a thing go up and down and you hit it as it stops, or you've got an impact way of doing it. And I set it to impact, not really understanding what it was asking me and could not. Is that the one off. where the circle sort of closes in on it? Before you yeah, and it sort of hits. Yeah, I can't do it that way. But, I have to do it with the swing meter. That, oh, like it's supposed to happen in a yeah, golf game. Yeah, that's it. When I, went, I, I didn't really pay attention when it asked me. I just picked one. The swing meter seems to be the way to play it. I was suddenly really good then. Um, my son, he's only one. He's obsessed with watching me play it. He's well into it. I don't really get why. But, um, yeah. Some golf clubs. Tiger um, Woods was, what, 18 months old when he started? Getting the boy some golf clubs. It's about the right time then. Yeah, I'll have to. But, um, so that was good. I enjoyed playing it. Um, don't just say it and then not do it. He could pa- he could buy you a house in 20 years' time. I'd rather he was a footballer, though. Golf's a bit boring. Golfers get paid more than footballers. If you're the best golfer in the world, you get a hell of a lot more than the best footballer in the world. Yeah, but you got to go for a lot more boring. Yes. I'd have to walk around big green fields. Has he shown any aptitude for football? He's not really shown any aptitude for anything. Well, he's interested in golf. Get the, get the boy some golf He's a good climber. I reckon he'll climb Everest one day. Well, there's no money in that. Discourage mm. that immediately. There's no <laughs> money and plenty danger. You need to get the boy playing golf. What, so we're supposed try. to get hours into football managing them? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Um, so then I got in today, uh, South Park Stick of Truth on the, on the doormat. As I got Do in you watch door. that? Yes. Ugh. It's great. Um, and the game is basically, they've, they've finally realised that people don't want a 3D version of South Park. They don't want a weird kind of platformer one like I tried to make before, which is all right, but still not great. Um, this one is just an episode of South Park, which you move around like the characters in South Park. It's all designed how South Park looks and the comedy is spot on. And just, I'm, I'm kind of just, because obviously I only got it tonight. I played it for about two hours. I like the humour, brilliant. I was worried that it'd be kind of off-key humour, um, like slightly slightly ruined, not, not quite the show, do you know what I mean, like watered-down versions of the show, which just seems to be... when if, if anyone watches the series, they'll know what I mean, when they, they do, like, say, I don't know, ten episodes at a time, and sort of four or five of them will be kind of... They'll feel like filler reps where, where they write it a week in advance, so they'll write it on the Monday and release it on the Saturday or whatever. That's how the show runs. Um... <laughs> They will basically um, do two or three episodes where it's all their effort and then they've been planning it over the whole time in the background. And this feels more like one of them. So instead of um, them just kind of phoning it in, I know they spent years making it, but instead of it being phoned in stuff like some of the episodes are, it's like they're epic episodes. Um, and it's like them basically playing a game of um, like Wizards versus Elves or something like that, really. And they're protecting the stick of truth and it's just a stick. But um, it's quite, I'm guessing in South Park fashion, it'll become more elaborate and get more, uh, they'll be embroiled in something bigger. But I'm really enjoying it so far. I picked the Jew class because I felt like I had to. You have a choice between a fighter, a mage, a thief or a Jew. And I just thought it's inviting me to pick Jew. Surely it's South Park. It wants me to do it. It actually says like um, fighters, you know, kick ass and all kinds of awesomeness. And it says you look like a bit of a thief. And then you pick Jew and it goes, ah, a Jew. Yeah? I guess we can't be friends after all. And so I thought, I'll go with that one. The game is basically telling me to pick that. But um, it's cool. They've got all the characters in it. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'll update properly next year. So I've had a good play on it. And I'll probably talk about it on Twitter. But so far, it seems really cool and seems really good. And I like the battle. Um, it's got. It, I thought it was just hit, attack, and they attack. But you have to obviously hit, attack. And then when you get near it, you wait for some sort of signal that then you then press the button. And they actually either hit or miss, depending on how good you were at pressing it. So um, it's not just monotonous, it's just holding down A all the time. You've got to still time it right and 
playing your moves. But it's a good game. <laughs> I recommend it if you like the show. Um, you'd probably like the game, Anna. Um, I, if you don't like the comedy, I don't think it, it's more of a case of you've not given it a chance, I think. Because... Well, then when I finish for you, then you can lose that. We'll swap. Cool. Sounds good. What do um, I get? Have you, you, you don't have an Xbox, do you? No. Ha! Loser. <laughs> Get one. I didn't even think that through. You can just borrow it. I don't need to borrow a game back off you. I've got about eight of your games at home. Um, but yeah, excellent game so far. Um, I've got high hopes for it being good because it's just been funny. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I like the way it's set up. You can fast travel around South Park by getting a ride off Timmy, who's the guy in the wheelchair. Um, seems interesting. Seems fun. All the characters are there. Awesome. What more do you want? I'm going to pause for a minute and go and shoot that dog in the face. He's deflating a bit, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Oh, that took a while to clean up. Um, <laughs> Bouncy, what have you been playing this week? Well, um, I've had a very, very busy week this week running the shop. Oh, good. I'm glad you're going to talk about this. I mean, just a little bit. Uh, just because there's a couple of listeners who said they were quite interested in how the world of running a little shop works. Could just send them an email. And uh, no, 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 I figured I'd do it like this because most of these people can't really write okay. um, or read. So they can just listen to this and get some idea of what it would be like to run a shop if they had the intelligence or the grits. Um, but no, uh, this week I was in charge of sourcing stock for the Xbox One price drop slash Titanfall bundle. And uh, that's quite... To quite... eBay! No, not at all. <laughs> you, uh, we have access to a distributor who basically I emailed and I said, hello, we've registered with you as a distributor. We were wondering when we were going to be able to order consoles from you. Which they emailed back and went, what sort of shop are you? And I said, well, we're an entertainment shop. We, um, we sell games and films and music and stuff. And he went, but not consoles. I went, no, no, that comes with the games. We, we sell games and consoles. And he went, well, how much money do you make a week? I thought, what? So I emailed that thinking this would be the right answer, considerably less than we would if we had consoles to sell, mm-hmm. which he was then gone. Ah, good. Well done. Here's some consoles. To which he said, well, definitely want to be doing business with you. I thought, oh, brilliant. Marvellous. What an idiot. Wanker. <laughs> so the kind of the official so, channel. That to we eBay. Had, no, 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 no. I, I, we've not even got that far yet. So I then thought, I'll just send one more email back saying, well, how do we get on your list? It, it would be interesting to see. as well, basically, we have uh, a lot of people, demand still high on the console. Unless you're willing to place an order for 100 consoles, we're not really going to be getting into business on this. I thought, they say that to every little independent shop. You've got to order 100, 400 pound consoles to, to get an order going. And uh, I just thought, oh, maybe I'm just talking to a That's moron. nearly a £1,000 you're going to commit there. <laughs> a lot more than a £1,000. It's more money than I've got, basically, to spend. So eventually, we ended up uh, using bargain websites. And... To eBay! No, nothing off eBay. Uh, okay. Bargain websites and free delivery codes and 10% off money vouchers and stuff. And then we managed to get all of them for cheaper than distribution prices by buying them from another retailer. Or eBay. Which is insane. So, now eBay would be more expensive. Or exactly retail, which we don't want to be doing. Because we need to make some profit. And, uh, yeah, it is ridiculous. I have to now jump through so many hoops to source stock. Uh, We've now got on my list about 37 different distribution channels that I can go through. Some are just retail. Some are... Genuine, like straight to 
retail distribution centers and some are direct from companies. But it is, it's insane how difficult it is to get these people to take you seriously when you're running an independent store. Now, you'd think with Blockbusters going off the market, there would be more independent stores showing an interest in stock and stuff that's no longer being stocked. But no, no, we might as well have shut our shop and just called ourselves game because that seems to be the only way they want to go with things. And uh, which is ridiculous. I've also had people trying to rip us off for um, not, uh, insur- uh, not like, uh, licensing give royalties to musicians if we play music in the shop which is pretty standard a company called ppl uh, basically are set up as an industry standard where if you play a radio in a shop you pay a certain license if you have cds in shop you pay a different license so i was talking to a guy on the phone who was trying to sell it to me and i was trying to explain to him that we haven't got a radio in a shop so we really don't need a radio license which he said well i'll send you some information about the radio license just in case you change your mind which i thought fair enough and then I got him to tell me on the phone, were there any exceptions to needing a license? Because I figured if there are, that's what I'll do. I'll just use the exceptions. And he said, as long as it's promotional, you don't need a license. So the only music we play in a shop are the CDs we actually sell. Therefore, promotional, we don't need to pay a license. And this week I got an email saying, you still haven't paid for your radio license. We're now adding, charging you 40 quid for not paying in the first place. Which I emailed back and went, never ask one, don't have a radio, don't like the fact that being sent some information is the same as, there you go, you're now contractually obliged to pay us money. So hopefully that'll all be resolved. They seem very nice people, I think it was just a misunderstanding. But um, what a crazy thing to do. So yeah, it is. Um, it has been a very interesting week trying to, trying to get all the, the new shiny stuff ready for the shop. And uh we're doing all right. We're doing all right. We managed to get the Grand Wizard edition of South Park Sticker Truth, which was quite hard to find. One customer wanted it quite badly. So we um, we charged him £10 more than it should be because I thought, well, it's hard to find. If I can find one, I want that tenner to make it worth my while. And then found one in five minutes. So still £10 for the shop, isn't it? That's all that matters. Uh, so then around that, I did get some time to play some games. Not a lot of games, um, but some. So I, I've been playing Tearaway. Because it occurred to me after I chastised Steve for his um, hatred of the fake ending and stuff like that, that I have played it, but I could never remember finishing it. So I thought, I'll start right from the beginning and play through and, and, and just enjoy it. And I'm now, I've just gone past the tavern level, had my palm read, and I'm now sort of on the way towards, uh, well, through Wendigo. I've done Wendigo Pass through the tavern, and I'm now going through a crevice or something. And yeah, just really still liking it and noticing more and more now because I'm not so concentrating on the new mechanics. I'm, I know what to expect now from different moves and things. Oh, I'm in the lab. I've just been given the occult accordion. That's what I've got to. And uh, yeah, I'm just really enjoying the little details in it now. Is it like, some kind of disease I've got that I don't remember any of what he's talking about from these games? Do you have issues? Because even I've, I've not got an accordion, a, a crevice. What? The accordion is the weapon. It? Yeah, you get. I finished it. Are you sure you didn't just get to the ending that isn't an ending? Positive. And turn it I got off? the credits, but <laughs> I, sure? I never remember anything about games. Are you sure, you I've didn't got the trophy just, that the shows screen goes black it. and you just went. Ah, no, I'm not going to watch show credits. It's like when people quote stuff from films. So <laughs> once when I've seen films, I don't know what happened in them. I don't know how you lot pay this much attention to what you're doing to actually remember stuff about it afterwards. So you don't remember the dragon at the end of the game? 
No. Does this face look like it knows what a dragon? I genuinely don't remember dragons and giants. I remember my face was in the sun. The pirate ship? No. I remember falling off something. The space station? There might have been a spaceship involved. And uh, there's a dinosaur. No. I thought a Loch Ness Monster, but it could have just been one of those water dinosaurs. No. (laughs) Water dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) We call those lizards. Aquatic dinosaurs. (laughs) Um, No. Hamster? What, Richard Hammond? (laughs) He was there. Not a real hamster. Uh, No, I... um... Giant Pepsi advert at the end. No. You don't remember that either? No. Just a ginormous Pepsi advert, like a hot air balloon type thing, just floating past with Pepsi written on the side of it. No. Neither of you remember that. See, half of what you're saying could be true, and I'd have no idea. (laughs) Well, either way, I'll have finished it by next week, so I'll be able to confirm whether Steve has gone completely mad and just trying to wind you up, or I might But what do you do with the accordion, then, if the accordion's a weapon? Suck and blow weapon. A bit like the gravity gun from Half-Life 2. Suck a nut and fire it at stuff. Yeah. Like that, yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't remember. Uh, you're, bizarre. you're bizarre. Anyway, yes, yeah, so I'm really enjoying that and having great fun. I'm now going around photographing everything that's white because I want to get as much as... What, in the game or in, <laughs> re- in real life? Well, I, I, I live in a culturally diverse area. It's, it's almost like find the white person before you can photograph them. Oh, um, but, no. Jesus. <laughs> um, did you find... There's more white people around here than a holiday beach in Germany. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Did you find that certain white things weren't, were just white things that didn't yeah, turn... I've got an entire photo album full of white things. Yeah, um, I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, what are you talking about yeah, now? I have no idea. What you're it was a feature on the game. Object, it will then change it to the right colour and give you a papercraft. So like a man standing there going, oh my God, I've, uh, you can't see me. I'm just a white silhouette. Yeah. And um, you take a picture of him. He's like, oh, now, now I can see again. And now and it, was I only, it was only then that I realised that not all the papercraft comes from just photographing white things. You sometimes just help an animal and then it'll give it. So I turned an elk. I, I was in a house earlier. I'd been left in the front rear of a house while a, a swing set was taken apart in a garden in the rain. And they said, do you want to come and help? And I went, no, oh, it's raining and I'm wearing trainers. So I just sat in the house and left them all to it, feeling a bit bad because it did take them over an hour. But on the wall was a giant picture of a zebra. So when it said the, the elks went, my fur's a bit boring. Can you help? I thought, I know exactly what I'm going to do now. Just took a picture of the zebra's fur. I and took I'm... a picture of my wife's face and just got bent over the back of his elk. <laughs> I I remember taking lots of pictures of Dave (laughs) to use him as stuff in the game. There's lots of Dave in my version of it. There's a pig that was the same colour as my sofa, which fit quite well. Making that pig I love that. That was basically, how drunk do you need to be before that pig is attractive? (laughs) I'd already had three Jack Daniels at this point, and I was like, I don't know, I'd take that pig as it is. I'm not too fussy. (laughs) That's not an unattractive pig. It's not got bad teeth. It's, It's got clear eyes. It, it make a good That's your definition of attractive. <laughs> Clear eyes. I'm saying, if I was going to make if I was going to make a sausage out of a pig, I'm not going to want it with all like glaucoma and like all rotted face and stuff, like poo all over it. It was a clean pig with clean eyes. You'd so clean replaced... it before you made it into a sausage, probably. Yeah, but if it's got bad eyes, it's still going to be intrinsic. Yeah, I turned bad. down a dog because it had googly eyes. Yeah, you can't. Eyes are the first, imp- most important thing when it comes to an animal, and mm. a wife. I find. 
My wife's eyes were sight too close together. I should have noticed earlier. That was the warning sign. That was my first thought when I met her. Those eyes were a bit too close together. Yeah. It's like the regulation so, eye. You know, and then the other day, somebody came on to me, had slightly lazy eye, and I thought, no, not happening. Lazy I feel, I feel like Jerry Seinfeld. Do you know how pathetic he got with like not wanting to go out with people because they had these silly little reasons, him and George? They were like, ah, mm, mm. You could have stuck a patch over that and had that eye fixed within six to eight weeks. No, but then I don't want that much effort just for a new wife. I'd like, I'd like a new wife. Think of the effort they have to go through to polish you up, eh? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) six to eight weeks, that's a crash course, mate. (laughs) They'd put put an eye patch over both eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Save themselves that. They'd have to soak you in disinfectant for six to eight weeks. (laughs) At the moment, that's pretty true. I'm well into If I'm not at work, I'm in alcohol. And if I'm not in alcohol, I'm in work and a bit drunk. I'm currently... The other day where I hadn't quite sobered up and I just wanted to lie on the floor for a good half an hour <laughs> the shop opened. So I did. And I lay there thinking, I don't actually know what the time is. I'm going to sit up, check what the time is. What happened was there was a, a weird bloke who wanted to buy a film about a shark. Now, I love a rubbish shark film. This guy was getting a bit obsessive about it. He wanted every film that had ever been made about sharks, no matter what country in the world it came from. So he came in with a list. It was like 58 different movies he wanted. And I said, leave it with me. I'll have a look at it tomorrow. Be done around four o'clock. At 10 o'clock, the shop opens at 11. At 10 o'clock, he's at the door, face towards the glass, (laughs) staring in at me. So I thought, I don't want you staring at me. And I've had enough of this and I'm a bit tired. So I had a lie down and I thought he won't be able to see me. I can't see him. But as soon as I look again, if he sees me, he's going to know that I've not gone downstairs and I'm just laid on the floor. <laughs> so next to me, I saw some CDs. So I popped a CD out the slip and I held it up like a mirror just to peep over the top. But then I realized after I saw him, I could, I could see his face clearly. But of course, what he will see is a hand and a CD slowly coming up from behind the counter with my face reflected in it, just like the sun far away. And he'd be like, hang on a minute, that bloke's made himself a periscope out of two CDs and he's lying on the floor like a maniac. And then I thought, well, he's this guy who wants to pay 300 quid for shark films, so he's a maniac now. And then stood up, brushed myself off, and just looked at him, mouthward, 11 o'clock. He just didn't move. But yeah, so lying down on the floor is quite good, drunk or not. Uh, so yeah, so anyway, back to games. Get <laughs> a bit, get a bit sidetracked there. But before you uh, do, should we get a toy shark and make a load of shark videos so that Eve gives us money? Oh, well, we would. If you made a film, right, called Fen Shark, in the fence, would Could be me in a suit and I just walk around <laughs> lending money to people and then breaking their legs. <coughs> I mean, this is the thing. Uh, uh, the last Sunday in March, uh, the Entertainment Center is actually going to have Shark Sunday. Uh, part inspired by that guy but also due to because I love a shark movie I got into the shop two-headed shark attack ghost shark which is the ghost of a shark that feels it was wronged by two fishermen (laughs) that then haunts a town and it can only come out through water and it's amazing it's awful but it's amazing you know those slip and slides where there's like a sprinkler and a rubber slide and you run at them and slide down float does that shark comes the other way down the slide bites him in half (laughs) disappears again and then it starts raining in the town. Go shark. So that had to be to that. We're also getting a film in called Super Shark, which sounds ridiculous. But yeah, it manages to be more ridiculous than that. It's a giant shark that can walk on its flippers on land, 
can fly. And the only way the army can think to take it down is to be able to tank with legs to kick it in the face repeatedly. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how would I not have that in my shop? If you own your own computer and video shop, you've got to have the film in which the army make a tank with legs to kick a shark in the face because that's essential. So we're having a shark Sunday where we're going to have a whole shark shelf and I'm going to have a cardboard fin on my back. And we're just going to play the theme from Jaws and Shuffle. I almost wish we weren't wasting the day at Wembley that day. Mm. <laughs> well, either way, there'll be videos of it coming out. Yes. If you get Sharky and George, we're dropping Wembley. I get the, what, the actual two cartoon guys to come to the shop or just the DVD? Um, whichever so, one. I'd like to think that you wouldn't just sack in Wembley for something you could buy on Amazon <laughs> for three quid. That seems a bit extreme. Telling me it's on Amazon for three quid. He's looking it up now. I'm on eBay at the moment. <laughs> right. so, yeah, Bouncy trying to buy a console. Um, did any of you try Haunting Melissa? No. I, I looked at it right. and saw that it was going to be half a gig of storage on my phone. I don't have a spare half gig on my phone. That is, that is the only downside to what is an exceptionally good app. Um, I really, really like this game. And it is a game. Because what I didn't realise was, obviously I mentioned that next time you watch a video, there might be something slightly different. I found out that sometimes you might have to watch that same video ten times before you've seen all the bits that are different. And sometimes the things that are different are fucking creepy. Like, there's a scene where they just move a camera around, and there's like a bed. And then another time I watched it, just a dead person laying on the bed, staring at the camera a little bit. Freak the crap out of me. Don't watch it at the middle of the night because it's just scary. The the updates, like the push notifications, whisper words at you and stuff. Instead, like normally they just go like Simpsons does. Ooh, visitors, better put on pants. Push notifications. Yeah, exactly. This one's just like, I'm watching you. And things like that. And I'm like, I don't want to hear that. That is just creepy. Um, t- today, if you watch, uh, well, obviously if you listen to this and you check, the Twitter and the Facebook groups, there is a chance to unlock the next chapter for free as well. So that's now four chapters you can get for free out of the 11. It's just brilliant. And I, and I really like it. And I also like the fact that the Twitter account is actually manned by real people who genuinely care about this game doing well. Unlike if, you, if you talk about it, they will, they will get involved. They won't just like retweet it and favorite it like most kind of corporate star would. Uh, Hawk was saying, I've only played num- episode one. The official account went, stay with it. To which Hawk went, ooh, did you not hear a ghostly voice that told me to stay with it? And I went, something along the lines of, I don't know, but it was something weird on my bed. And then it got, kept getting involved in stuff like that, and I like that. It's, it's, it's nice for something that's essentially coming from the executive producers of a massive Hollywood horror film. Um, so yeah, if you haven't tried it, do get onto it. You can get the first three chapters pretty much for doing nothing whatsoever other than sharing it on Twitter or Facebook, you've played it, and playing the first chapter, uh, playing the second chapter, that would unlock the first three on its own. And it's genuinely creepy. Online, it says it's on Android, but I can't find it anywhere. It is, it is, because Kev looked at it last week, I think. Or, no, you looked at it. Yeah, I'm not a homeless person. What do you think I am? He used to be Android all the time, didn't you? Um, He's an idiot, is what he is. He tells everyone to go on to Android. I still have an Android phone and an Android contract, as well as my iPhone with contract but um yeah i couldn't bear the to put up with android any longer i did a year hardest year of my life and i'm back where i belong yeah it's uh, it's it's good but yeah so i mean there were a couple of people who messaged me on twitter who said 
uh, thanks to me, they've just scared themselves stupid playing it. Yeah, I don't uh, think I can well, handle it. Well done to you. Um, it is, I mean, as I said, it's nothing in there that's genuinely going to like just make you want to hide in, in a cushion for the rest of your life. But it is, it is genuinely creepy. And the fact that you're staring at it, you're trying to find stuff, and you're going back and forth in time to kind of find these extra moments, it's a good, it's a good little thing. It reminded me of those old, like, um, Seventh Guest and uh, the other one, I can never remember the name, uh, which were like the old CD real video games where it played I like, them. like yeah and they they were creepy because they were like oh it's real footage <laughs> you know it was tiny grainy little kind of tiny yeah. little window but it was like oh phantasmagoria was another one and they were they were great but obviously this is essentially the kind of like paranormal activity but as an app and uh, i really like it and rate it highly so hopefully more people keep trying it plants vs zombies garden warfare has been my main game of the week really falling in love with that it's now my favourite online shooter ever. <laughs> I don't know if I want to buy Titanfall now because I don't really... And that's, that's, that response, Anna, that's exactly what I did. But in my <laughs> head, I went, I don't know if I want to get Titanfall now. And the back of my head went, what's wrong with you? I've <laughs> been <laughs> looking forward to Titanfall since September. And now you're like, oh, I'd rather play this cartoony kiddie game. Yes, oh, it's so much. It is. It's oh, so good. <laughs> so good. I, I went online. I'd only played offline doing the um, like the defender guard against a wave of zombies thing. Mm. Just played that just to get used to it. Level up some characters. Is that offline cards. then? You can play it offline. You can, well, oh. you can do it as invite only, and then just play it on your own if you want. Okay. And so I did that offline, and then had the iPad on my lap. So I was calling in airstrikes and health packs while also playing a game. And then when my kids were around, I was doing the iPad, and they were playing a game. My six-year-old was able to play this game and complete uh, 17 of the 20 waves on his own, Aww. which I thought was brilliant. For Essentially, he's never played a first-person shooter in his life, and yet it was just forgiving enough for him to be able to play it with my support on the app, on the iPad, dropping kind of health packs and stuff to him. He was able to do it. So I'm now desperate to get some more controllers for the Xbox just so I can get all the kids playing together because for them to be able to play what is essentially horde mode in a fun, safe, and friendly way is great. So I did some leveling up, got some cards, unlocked some extra character modifications and stuff, and then thought, well, I'll head into online, try that. And they've got a mode called the Welcome Mat, mm. which has the greatest idea, and I don't know if any other game's done this, but I can't think of any. If you get killed, you respawn with a little bit more health. And the more you die, the more health you'll get each respawn, just to kind of get you into the idea of kill streaks and, and enjoying the game more, because you're not just constantly dying all the time you actually become stronger by being killed more, which is great. It's a really accommodating way to get used to a game, especially when dealing with people who've been playing it a lot, because it doesn't benefit them, because if they don't die very often, they have less health than you do, which balances the game ridiculously well. So played that for about four or five hours, I think, and then jumped into graveyards and gardens mode, and that's essentially... A uh, bit like the, uh, I forget the word, on the battlefield where you have to take over each little base and they retreat back each time you attack one. I forget what it's called. But that thing. Conquest, we don't it Conquest know. mode? Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, essentially it's that. Uh, but with Plants of Zombies Insanity, you've got bloody zombie rocket troopers flying up in the air and hovering over top of you. You've got garlic drones all over the place. It's a fully fleet featured first-person shooter 
ridiculous fun as well. I kept getting killed and never got annoyed because every time I was killed, I was killed by a giant corn on the cob or something. And I was just like, this is brilliant. <laughs> what? Oh, dear, never mind. Or I'd get gunked by a, a chomper or caught in a snare weed. And it's just like, this is what Battlefield needed. And these <laughs> giant purple plants running around the place. And yeah, for what is essentially, I think, 28 quid on the Xbox One, it's not expensive at all. It should be in everybody's collection because it's the best shooter on the system. And even when Titanfall comes out, I think as an all-rounder, Titanfall's going to narrow the field because of the, the kind of being a, a futuristic shooter. That will narrow it down a bit. And I really think that Master Zombies deserves a bit more respect, <coughs> a bit more credit, because what is essentially a budget spin-off of a bloody iOS game is now genuinely great. And yeah. I miss the fact there's not a single player just mission to mission mode. I would have liked that yeah. just to have something extra to play. But then I don't really mind it too much because it's just it, the game's still there. And I, I like that. And uh, it is splendid. Very, very, very splendid. And if anybody's listening and you have got it and you fancy a game, drop me a line because I'd quite like to try the multiplayer mode mm-hmm. um, with real people instead of just. My kids. Not that that's a problem. I do love playing. Kids, kids not real. I assumed all this time you've been talking about them, they were actually real. Are they just imaginary? No, they are. They are real, and they're really? splendid. But at the same time, I can't shout at them in the same way I'd like to shout at my friends playing a card game. <laughs> like, For fuck's sake! I need a fucking sunflower here. <laughs> Have you ever played card with Bouncy? Dead, I'm like, no, I've never played no. a game with Bouncy. No, I haven't either. No. I don't know that he's real. No. If he hadn't sat there moulding my chair to his buttocks for 24 hours, I wouldn't know he was real. <laughs> it's like, I've got him on Xbox, but he's never played anything with us. Aidy's played more with us than him. And well, I did, I, did, I did want to play what is, I'm now going to talk about with Kev, but then he blew me out, uh, which was Forza 5, which I've also dipped into again this week. I'll because... play it at some point. I haven't played. I don't play I consoles know. very often. I, I, I know, Kevin. I know. You know I'm primarily a PC player. Just listen back through the back catalogue. Yes, I know you're it's primarily a PC But yes, I, I went back to Forza 5. Uh, what I'm doing with Forza 5 at the moment is I do a session. Do you want to make any more noise doing that, Sheepdog, by the way? God. He's terrible, isn't he? Sorry, mate. I was trying to be subtle, but... <laughs> <laughs> what by smacking your microphone stand with a cable over and over again? Stupid bar. That's it. Move it more, please. Sorry. Go on. So, yeah, so what I've been doing with Forza 5 is I, I get a bit of fatigue with Forza games because essentially it is just drive car around a track, drive car around a track, overtake some cars, drive car around a track, drive car around, drive car around a track while it looks like cardboard London drive cars around a track while there's some bowling pins on the track, drive car around a track while trying to beat somebody who's got the impossible time to beat. Um, and it, it does great a little bit because essentially, as I've said in the past, I don't really see it as much more than a slightly better run Forza 4. Um, but I do really like getting on there and beating Kev and John when it comes up with their times. Just like your next rival is Luja. That will get me stuck into that race. I did and set some quite slow ones just to give you a yeah. chance to beat The some. other day... This it was is a, a deliberate thing just to stop you getting disheartened. The bit I quite liked, I played a race and it was the first in a set and I just bought a new car to do it and it went, your next rival is Yuki Evil Homer. And I was like, all right, come on then, John. We'll have you. 
on the first lap from a standing start, I still beat his time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hang on, <laughs> how is this happening? Because he's clearly better than me. He's got a full sit-down driving set. And I've got a broken coffee table. I don't understand how this is working. But it seems that I am uh, intrinsically more talented than John. <laughs> and uh, you, Kev, by the looks of it. Let's not get carried away little <laughs> So, uh, I think I need to go up against... Me and really- John are busy men. We don't get to play these uh, children's games very often. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've not repeated any mission yet. I've, I've, I've mission, any race yet. I've just literally gone through. Whatever time I've got, that's fine. I'm not really playing it, thing, but it does spur me to just try and push it a bit harder when it comes up. Your next rival is. And I'm like, ooh, I want to take you on, you bastard. Um, but yeah, and drive tires are still making me laugh all the time. Kev's is still ridiculously aggressive. Uh, John's tries to drive properly all the time, which makes me smile. Because he'll follow the racing line, and then he'll he'll get hit a couple of times, and then he'll just get cross, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll then spend the rest of the race just very aggressive. Once his car's been damaged, it turns into like the Incredible Hulk, and it's like that's it. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm dented, and he's he's swerving all over the place. But um, oh, they are just brilliant. The drivers, the drive tires. I just wish there were more games that could do that so well. Like I, I'd love to play a Call of Duty style game where all my friends' real behaviours are in there. Because we know enough people to actually get through the mission with competent soldiers, but it'd also be people wandering around going, how did I get here? What? What's that over there? I wonder if I can climb on that. That would be oh. me. I'm going to take this jet ski and see how far the sea goes. And I'll just be all these soldiers. I'd love that if that's just soldiers reacted like real humans as opposed to what real soldiers would behave like. I, I just wish they'd make us like a a mod or something where it just lets some people go mental. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's good, but it wasn't enough to pull me away from plants and zombies, which is why I really love the Xbox's snap between, um, or switch between games quickly thing. Cause I'll go, oh, win that race back to plants and zombies. And then played half an hour of that, then went back, did one race on Forza. It's quite a good way to play. Um, and I also completely trolled my housemate by, um, putting a little recording near the Kinect camera of Xbox Go to Netflix, which I could trigger by sending a text to my phone, which then played the ringtone of Xbox Go to Netflix. But it was loud enough for the camera to pick it up. So every time she was trying to do anything, it would keep changing Netflix and winding her up. Mm. And I, uh, I quite like that. So, uh, yeah, if you want a little prank, get change your ringtone to a custom ringtone of your voice, giving it a command and hide it behind the Kinect camera. And you'll have fun all day long. Or at least... Uh, what were you using to send messages to yourself? My iPad. Mm. And in messages on Twitter, DMs and things, from my Lollicross account to myself. I feel bad. Every time you tell a story, <laughs> it just wants to pick holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to then sit there and justify it, which makes me feel like, even, did this actually happen? Because these people, they should trust everything I say. I'm clearly an authority on What day is this? And why weren't you at work? And what was going on? He doesn't have a job. You text people. You haven't even, You don't even like using your phone. That's why it was underneath the telly, because I didn't want to use it. Although I should really set different messages. So when my wife turns it, just puts whatever the game makes me least angry. Every time she texts, it just changes to that game. So I'm going, oh. I also, did I tell you about the, uh, the Maltesers at work? My, oh, my good. Back to work. Uh, basically, I've, I've told you first, I hate it when people bring discs in to be repaired. And so now I've got a bag of Maltesers next to the disc repair machine. 
where every time somebody brings a disc in, I go, stupid people not looking after discs. I then think, ooh, chocolate Maltese treat. <laughs> and uh, that's going well. I've uh, got through two and a half bags in the last couple of weeks <laughs> and become slightly diabetic, but knocks across with people anymore. I need to do that when I wake up in the morning. If I had a bag of Maltesers by my bed, and every time I woke up, I was like, "Oh, Maltesers!" <laughs> yeah, I'd be much happier. It was all morning. based on uh, somebody in a paper. I'm guessing it's somebody like uh, that Grace woman. Grace, is it Grace Dent, or somebody? One of those famous Twitter slash newspaper people. She says something about next to her phone. She's got a box of Maltesers. So every time the mother-in-law rings. Every time the mother-in-law says something snipey about her, she pops Maltese in her mouth. So she gets used to the idea of snipey comments being associated with chocolate treats. So I thought, I can <laughs> rewire my brain to not think that customers that have scratched their discs are complete twats. By just thinking, Ooh. Aren't they basically throwing free money at you? Surely you love those customers. No, because it does cost us about £1.80 to fix a disc. Which you charge them surely £2.80. We charge laugh. So we do, we do make a bit of money from it, but it does take about half an hour to clean the disc. Really? With a radial burn, yes. Isn't it like an automatic machine that you just stick it in and walk away? Don't you but just then... spit on it and rub it on your trousers? <laughs> no. Basically, you've got an abrasive liquid and some pads, and then you put it in the machine, and that is automated for that bit. Then you have to take it out, give it a polish, clean all the fluids off, check the disc, if it needs to do it again, put it all through again. It's so just you get a polishing the... machine then? No, I do all that. Get one from the bowling alley. Yeah, just stick it for a bowling ball polisher. Yeah, that probably would not. That's be how right. we sort sheepdog's head. Yep. Yeah. Well, that is that's that is the best way. What you should have really one of them things that they have in the Big Lebowski where they put the ball in and then just shake it like a carry a cloth. Put carrier. the disc in one of them. Yeah, it wouldn't do very much. Malibu. There's the answer. Or, or like a golf ball cleaner with the brushes. If you've ever been golfing with one of them. Wait, I've never needed clean balls when I've gone golfing. Oh, you should always have clean balls when golfing. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest you don't teach Sheepdog's kid how to play golf if you think that having dirty balls is a good start. Uh, it's not. And Sheepdog, you should get a golf cart buggy. <clears throat> and you'd be happy. You could drive around. You could, you could act out jackass while your kid's learning to... I've actually got your... a set of golf what? clubs you can uh, you can buy off me if you want. They are <laughs> built for a six-foot-two man, so they might be a bit too big for... I didn't realise they came in different lengths. Yeah, nor did I. What, you think all golf clubs are the same yeah. length? You think a yeah. two-year-old child yeah. would play with the well, same no. club I would play with? I would assume with. there was baby golf clubs and adult golf clubs and children golf clubs. Where did baby golf clubs come from? But once you get to, like, 18, I assume they're all the same size. What, so me and Anna would play with, play with the same size golf clubs, even though I'm 13 inches taller than her? Well, bear in mind my entire experience of golfing is pitch and putt and stuff like that that you get the same size <laughs> you know i don't know golf's boring you said you only went you only have golf clubs because you were trying to help your dad out he bought them for me yeah. we're trying to get close they're trying to bond he was trying golf. To bond. <laughs> you walked around a big massive field with your arm around him for six weeks and then never went back yeah uh. Okay. No, we never made it out of the uh, driving range because none of us could get the ball off the, the floor. the door was only so wide and you were all around so I wanted to know each couldn't fit through. No, we, uh, we couldn't ever get the ball up in the air, so six lessons later we all gave up golf. Yeah, I could. If we, if we were to go out in the garden now and drive with golf clubs, um, I wouldn't be able to get it over your garden fence. I, I never understood why 
you would uh, why you hit them off the floor. I used to do much better when my brother would stand in front of me and just chuck the ball, and then I hit it, and then I could hit it like I was playing rounders, yeah. and it would go for miles. <laughs> get them off the floor. They never got in the it's air. Ridiculous. And if you hit the floor, you get a sore wrist. Yeah. Well, I'm not that much of a moron. Because well, if, yeah, if you try and hit really hard, really fast, you hit the floor. Uh, but yeah, if I'm, someone's there to just chuck the ball up in the air, what I need is someone under the ground just to chuck them up, only a couple of inches. If I smack them when they're in the air, they go for miles. I'm we could invent a new game. Really looking forward to taking you to golf. Are you going to throw the ball for us? No, I'm going to destroy you. I'm, I grew up on a golf. I lived on a golf course for six years. Grew up on a golf course. <laughs> 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 born and educated. Well, no, the uh, I moved when I moved to this area. The farmland around us uh, uh, became Forney Golf Centre. So we were basically in charge of changing the land from arable farmland to grassland and then managing That's the That's where I had my lessons. There you go. Um, but yeah, so I basically had access to the driving range every day, every night, whenever I wanted to. And uh, yeah, played that course quite a lot. And then there's the lakes course as well on the other side. Did you and, collect uh, straight balls and sell them to golfers? No, but I did drive the tractor on the driving range. And let people try and hit me while I was driving around in the tractor with a cage on it. That was always good fun. And uh, I also lost a dog in one of the rabbit holes um, in the dikes around the golf course while we were looking after it. And uh, we had to basically walk up and down the field, waiting until we could see the back end of a Springer Spaniel sticking out of a hole. Yes. And uh, there she was, feeling sorry for herself and a bit stupid. And uh, I saw yeah. something that's like about 50 quid a month out of just picking up stray balls and just selling them. 10 yeah. or 5 or something. Well, I mean, the fact insane. was, I was sort of under the employment of the owner. He probably wouldn't have gone very well if I went, yeah, just going to use the uh, the machinery to just go around, get all the balls, sell them back to him. Uh, I'm like, no. Most of them ended up just uh, in like a, a thingy bin that you could just grab a couple for the pitch and put. But yeah. So, no, that'd be good. I just want to teach you to, uh, how to hit the ball up in the air like yeah. everybody's goal. Just chuck it up for me. No. No, you don't need to, Kerry. It's not that difficult. There is just a very it's so simple... easy, though, you when you just toss it up in the air. time, and it's not going to cost me anything. I'll get a lift off Kev and basically roll out of the car and try and yeah. do it for five I've got minutes. a tiger's head on top of my driver. Is it on a wood? I don't know. It's if on a golf a club, tiger, you moron. If you had tiger woods, that would be really funny. Yeah, I probably have. Is the wood the big fat one that you whack stuff with? Yeah, I've got a tiger wood then. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I never saw the hilarity in it until this moment. <laughs> I am a genius. Well, no, because you, you didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, but I subliminally did you it, had, obviously. You had to wait for someone funnier than you to come along and point <laughs> out what it was that you'd done. <laughs> and then they told you, and then here we are. Yeah, very good, very good. But yeah, so that is all I've done, all I've done <coughs> at work, and where I've lived in the past. So, hmm. over to you, Anna. Me? What's my You've played Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare as well. Yep, I've played all the ones that Bouncy has, and then I played the graveyard and something. I can't remember what it's called now. Well, basically, it's like capture the flag around the thing, and you have to beat the zombies or beat the plants. The main big thing at the end. Main big thing. Yeah. Nice. Um, how does that compare to Thief, which we had to wander around Nottingham trying we to find? We wander around. We went to one shop. We had to ride a tram to get there. 
Oh my god, they tried to upsell me. Oh, oh my gosh. Gamer, mon- Bouncy. <laughs> did you know Gamer are a bunch of monsters? <laughs> yes, I did. We walked into Game to buy Thief and it was £52.99 pence everywhere. How much? £52.99. Mm. Apart from when we flicked behind and saw, oh, there's one here for £49.99. We'll right. take that one to the till instead. Walked over to the till, she's there paying, man behind counter, walks back to the front of the shop, swaps the case over for 52 99 one, um, without showing her the price, says, oh, I've got you this one because it's the game exclusive one, it's got loads of extra stuff in there as well. That's £52.99, please. Mm. No. I, I de- <laughs> you know full well I deliberately got this 49 99 one out from the back where you hid them all. I obviously want this one, please. Um, and then they eventually put it through forty nine ninety nine. But yeah, fifty two pound ninety nine p. And then we went into Tesco the next day, and it's forty seven quid. <laughs> I was gonna say entertainment centre was forty seven. Yeah, yeah, so was Tesco. Sh- Shogun Pumba bought one off me. I posted it to him. I could have posted you one for that. I might do that. Well, I feel no, like now nah, you bought it. Well, no, there's <laughs> other games that I need. That there's yeah. gonna be more games. Yeah. Good lord. There's like Final Fantasy in two weeks and we've already got some I think on, he we? should uh, send us a freebie just so we can check out his service levels. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, sir, can bugger all. Charming. I'll, s- I'll send you some Love Field games in, in exchange. We could test the discs for him, make sure they're not... We could, we could clean the discs up. for you. Yeah. We'd lick them. Yeah. Malibu. Bit of spit, rub on the trousers. <laughs> I, once, I once licked every copy of Halo 4 at Blockbusters. They, um, they came in and we had about 20 rental copies and there was a big like email come down from Microsoft saying no staff to play this, not, no rentals to go out, you're not even allowed to put it in your Xbox. If you do, we won't let you have Fable 3, which isn't a great scheme of things, wouldn't have been a great shame. But uh, just in, as an act of defiance, I picked up the stack of discs and just licked across all of them. <laughs> and I went, oh, I've had all of them before everybody. And then just put them back in the drawer. And, nice. uh, had great fun. Like when the first person read it, I thought, lick that. <laughs> you don't even know. And uh, uh, Probably cloned you off that. I, I wonder know. how many people have done that to these love film games I've been touching. That's probably why I got ill the other week. They're all pretty grim. If you that. look at the discs, they are pretty grim. Yeah. I have to get some hand gel. Need to out, get the rest of these out of the house. Send them to people. Eventually. Yeah, I well, could gladly do that in the week. I'd just sit there uh, writing out addresses. Yeah, but that's finding the addresses. One of them the probably hassle. has mixing my toasters on it. Um, Poor old Benny. Thief looks really dull and rubbish. Yeah, Who'd have it thought? is. You just go it's black here. and white. It's not black and white. It is colour, but it's just go here, pick that, hide behind these things, try and get past this bit. It's not been nothing. It's just nicking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ, Kev. This is back to you and your not understanding that sometimes the title of a game is inherent to the content. Uh, well, I haven't played it. I knew I wouldn't want it. Well, no, there's, I've there's, just watched her do it. There's no kind of, like, story. Like, something happened. I watched this cutscene and then it was just like... And then you have... It, there's no... Continue. It does seem like it almost glitched out at the end of the introduction yeah. because he's there racing around with this bird and then they fall through a roof and then everything stops and then suddenly she's not there anymore and it's months later. And, and you've no idea yeah. what's going on. And it really stopped abruptly, the cutscene. Yeah. So, and the loading screens in between them is so long. Well, it's next gen. It's all good stuff. 
But this long is <laughs> awful. It's just like, oh, but... Um, and then you just hide and steal. Yeah. Hide and steal, hide and steal, hide and steal. It's like that famous primary school game we all used to play. I certainly do. But, yeah, I'll, I'll press on through it and then sell it, I think. I like collecting all the shiny bits and finding things in different rooms. When you do want rid of it, take it back into game to trade in. Um, and then when they say that's £12, um, try and upsell them to 15 So it's got extra content on. Yeah. Um, I haven't played the other one, so I have nothing to compare to. But it's... Um, I think that was just nicking stuff it's as a, well. No, but it's... A, it's got so many like um what word points to dishonored it's so it looks like but it's the same people isn't it so is it yeah i never it looks got the feel of it and i prefer dishonored to be quite honest to this but it's nothing to shout about there's just so much to play although you haven't really played it very much at all because you've been too busy playing pants versus zombies Garden Warfare and trying to download Wildstar, which we are under we are under NDA for. But my theory is, as it's been four days of not being able to download it, surely the NDA doesn't count yet. It's not even installed. It's not even installed. It's broken. I've I've downloaded. I've downloaded the code now. I haven't. I'm not on software. I am, and it don't work. There you go. Move on. Doesn't mean anything about the game, though, does it? Just means no, that it, just, uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work with Windows Eight, apparently. What, what is Wildstar? Because this is something that's mi- <clears throat> I kind of heard you mention last week um, at some point, mm. and I really, I really meant to look at it then, and I haven't looked at it, and I don't really want to Google it, and it might be more interesting <laughs> for listeners if I don't. So, what is Wildstar? That even though we're not allowed to talk about I'm not, it, I'm not quite sure. I've seen it. And it's the same people that made Guilds War and um, Aeon that I've been playing. And I just, it looks all nice. It looks futuristic. And Is it an MMO? Yes. I like my MMO. fence painting. Does it have, <laughs> does it have uh, guns or bows and arrows? I have no idea. It just looked good. And How, what do you mean it looked good if you don't even know what weaponry they have? Just the, it looks pretty. The logo looks nice. And all the character designs. And stuff. It's got a woman with purple hair and rabbit ears. There you go. It doesn't want to play that. It looks very cartoony. Yes. I don't like the look of it. See, I do like the look of it. It's I've like got... a kid's MMO. Uh, do you ever... I still want to play it. And it looks awesome. Yeah. And I got... I waited two hours for a week I get the code. impression that you'll be talking about it in a few weeks and saying it ain't very good. Yeah, but I say that about everything. I thought that about <laughs> FIFA and a few other games. <laughs> I'd sit here going, that's but for her, it's all about the anticipation. She never yes. actually oh, likes them when she's yeah. playing them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've met Anna before. I know it's very much you have to go out now and get it. It's quarter to 11. You need to go out and find this game yeah. for her. We don't order it me. now. <laughs> <laughs> I got my backing sticks. They're very, very good. Thank you. You shake them. Yeah, I don't, still don't get the point of them either. Because they're a pound. And when I'm doing my shaky shakes, it's toning all this up. I don't want the fluffy arms. Nice. Ironically, <laughs> everybody else in the world does want a fluffy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Lego. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The Lego movie game. This that is. game, right, I love the game. I love all Lego games. It's a great game, going through, doing all things. But, oh, my God, it crashes. Three Just like Lego Marvel. No, they three... all seem to be buggy as hell. No, because when I played Lego... Um, yeah, I, you didn't play I, it on no, PS4. I played it on last gen, and fine, perfect. 
I play this one and oh my god, I'm just like in the middle of a whole stage. The stages are quite big and it just completely goes to the screen saying there's an error. I don't even know. I what's think this going is on. the problem we're going to have with these Lego games now they've decided their new business model is release one every three months. We've got Lego Thobbit coming out soon, haven't yeah, we? I'm not up boss, but um, yeah, it's buggy as hell. That's because really I haven't finished me. it. Yeah, I I played it on. Oh, my kids played it on the Xbox 360. Never glitched, never bugged out at all. Uh, they yeah. they finished the entire game. I was really disappointed actually because they finished the entire game in about seven hours. Yeah, which it's I not have to play long. Lego Marvel and thinking, oh, and I actually finished with like fifty eight percent complete as well. I was like, this is not right. This isn't a Lego game. <laughs> this, this is, they've nearly finished it when they finished it. This, it should be 12% and there should be about another 60 hours of pointless stuff mm, to do. Which I, I kind of, for me, I'm glad because it means they've actually got a sense of a, a, achievement with it. That's yeah. reachable. Um, somebody came to the shop and wanted to buy it and I kind of talked them out of it, which I felt a bit stupid for because I'm a shop. <laughs> but they wanted it for a 14-year-old. And I was like, I can't. Um, it's, it's for younger kids, really. Or if you really love the games. And I re- I've got it now. I'm going to play it through myself. Uh, but I was quite surprised that my six-year-old and his sister could just plow through a game like that, really. All he wanted to do was unlock uh, Lord President. <laughs> just like that. And when you do, you can go to a section which gives him his big shoes and his flame helmet. Um, and uh, there's a couple of switches you can only use as him. Yeah. And so they bought him, and then he went over, and it went, only Lord President can use this. And I thought, what the fuck are you on about? I've got a Lord President. <laughs> and then so I had, to, I had to look on the internet, which I don't like doing, mm. just to see if there was an established glitch that people had, had found. Mm. And they went, I can't use the buttons. They went, oh, yeah, you have to have his big legs. I thought, would it have hurt them? He just said, you need, like, the actual Lord President, the big scary one with mm. his big legs. Because I already knew you could get the legs, but I didn't just assume that was the qu- the quote of, of pulling a switch or not. Um, but yeah, so if, if anybody has that problem, that's what you need to do. Uh, it's quite simple, quite good. I found a load of cats for a cat lady. Oh yeah, those. I did that yesterday. Yeah, that and she, did, she didn't. She didn't seem grateful enough. No, I don't think. Fucking cow! <laughs> I, spent, I spent about half an hour helping my kids find a load of cats scattered around the city. She didn't do nothing. She just stood by the house, and it, it wasn't like the cats were running away from her. Because they just went in the house. So she could have walked away. She could have helped. Did nothing. Just stood there waiting for help. So, um. It's one thing I hate about most games that happen. They'll say, oh, you have to help me find my kid. I'll stand here. You go do all the work. Guild Wars, like that. I say Dead Island was the one that pissed me off most for that, where it's like, I think I've left my my prize necklace in the bar full of zombies. Can we go and get it? I thought, fuck off. I'm escaping from the zombies. I don't give two shits about it. I don't care if your necklace is worth a million pounds. I can get off an island if I walk that direction. And you're asking me to go over there to get a key card because you can't go back to your own room to get a key. Have you seen this week's Walking Dead? It's a similar sort of thing. I haven't seen any of this series uh, Walking Dead yet. Well, she spent a whole episode just, I want a drink. I need some alcohol. <laughs> Let's go find some alcohol. And they wander around for the entire episode just to find some vodka. So basically, this episode is just Zombieland trying to find a Twinkie. It's just ridiculous. I, I, I sat there, I, I just thought, I cannot believe it. She's just gone, I have never had alcohol before, I need a drink. She's like, never right, had go. alcohol before, but she still needs a drink. Mm. Yeah, she's how like, I she need know she, Exactly. How does she know? Exactly. And then, inexplicably, at the end, she goes, let's burn this building down. 
So it just ends with a building on fire. In the middle of the night. Yeah. The only place they could sleep in a zombie from the zombies. forest. And I just thought, this has jumped the shark. <laughs> this is it. This show is, if this is how it's going to be from now on, I can't watch it because that was just idiotic. Well, the next so, episode is going to be, I've, I've never had a sunbed. Let me find a sunbed. I want a bit of a tan. I'm, everything's really pasty these days. Let's go and have a tan. Oh, we've done that. Now I want my teeth bleached. <laughs> and I want to go on spring break. Let's go on. Let's ha- get a boat and go on spring Two break. Two episodes ago, we did have a tin of chocolate pudding the size of a human head as well. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. awesome. That, was, that made me enjoy that scene bit, a bit more. I just thought, now I know that exists. I have something to aspire to <laughs> in life. He's found his Nirvana and I my, know mine exists. You've seen my giant tin of peas, haven't you? Yeah, it was the size <laughs> of that. Yeah, that is cool. That I never knew you could buy tins of cake. Giant peas. <laughs> that has. It's probably for the best, Captain Diabetes, that you didn't know about tins of cake. It wasn't cake. cake, it was pudding. What's the difference? It was icing, I think. What? There's icing. There's tins of icing. You just somehow make this go from 10 to 11. We've got yeah. a tin of icing in the kitchen. Where? Over there <laughs> somewhere. Stiffing it around there like a truffle hound. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you it. When we post it, you stop looking over there. I think you're lying. <laughs> he looks like a meerkat trying to I peer over the counter. I don't think you're telling the truth. Anna's going to go and get it while I... I can't uh, find it. I can't find out about stuff like this. What are you going to do when she brings it over? Just read the tin. Oh, what's she doing now? She's messing up the headphones. Um, This week, I have played nothing but Football Manager. Uh, I'm in one of those modes again. It'll be like this for a few weeks. How many hours have you put into it this week? This week, 20. um, Which has got me through about a season and a half playing as posh. Gotten promoted. Um, it's, It's really easy playing as a league team. I'm kind of wanting to go back to my 10 season save with whoever I was because I can't remember who I was. And I don't think I'd, Boston, I think I'd just made it. I'd gone for a few different jobs. And okay. I think I've just got myself into League Two by switching jobs a few times. I can't remember who I was managing, but that was more fun because it was harder. This is just, oh, yeah, you've got better players than everyone else. Ah, they're all on the pitch. You win again. And the game gets like that anyway if you play it for long enough. Yeah, but it was like this in season you one. You sit there and play it until you're on twenty fifty, and if you go back to last year's <clears> one when you were going to win the World Cup in no, England. No, I don't go back. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I keep thinking I want to get back into this, and now I don't. Uh, just, play, just play it. Play a season. Gets it out of your system. For me, once I get posh in the Premier League, which will probably happen by Monday, I'll just stop again, I imagine. What I have done, though... Um, it doesn't count as playing a game, but I have purchased another eight games. Um, have you seen this week's Humble Weekly Sale? Oh, that's why you mention it. The Pop Cup one. Um, for the price of £3.57, I purchased Peggle Deluxe, Bejeweled 2, Bookworm Deluxe, Escape, Rosecliff Island, Feeding Frenzy 2 Deluxe, Plants vs. Zombies Game of the Year Edition, Peggle Knights, and Zuma's Revenge. Which I thought was uh, rather bargainous goodness. And you've helped a man with his cancer treatment. There you go, yeah, that as well. I was meant to send him some money. I saw that, but I didn't have my wallet to hand. I was reading Is that what it was for? I didn't actually look. Yeah, that's what it's for. Awesome. Well, I bought two, so I got one for Anna as well. There you go. Yeah, if, if obviously, uh, it, he, it was interesting, actually, because he's, he's kind of well-known in certain circles, but he's another one. I mean, like when, when, um, when you got it, Kev, and you did those videos while having your treatment, oh, sorry, that wasn't you, that was Greg. Um, What's he saying? 
Who's Greg? <laughs> you, yeah. you are. But he, what, he got this humble bundle. <laughs> I don't uh, he, know. He had, he had to have uh, cancer treatment. Did he? Yes. What, for cancer? Uh, well, I, I believe so. It may have okay. been some other form. But anyway, so this guy put up a thing and he, he realised quite how much it was going to cost him to just have treatment, which in this country you'd just get because that's fucking decent. And wasn't it that he's, if it's the guy I'm thinking of, Boyer? Yeah. And he, I wondered, when I first read that, I thought he was related to Rob. Because it's his surname, isn't it? Um, Rob from Night Shift. But he's not related at all. But um, he said he had insurance and because he said to his doctor, oh yeah, I had a stomachache eight months ago. Um, his, his doctor put on there that he had signs of illness eight months ago. So his insurance company just said, we ain't paying out. Yeah. You, had, you should have gone to the doctors when you had a stomachache eight, one time eight months ago and so you're not getting any money. And that is it. And I thought, oh, that's just, that's insane. So basically, he was faced with two options. The first was to hook up with a former high school student and start selling crystal meth. And the other was to, to basically go on the internet and say, look, you know, I don't want to ask, but if anybody could help, it would be appreciated. And then... From that, other people have set up their own fundraiser and they raised something like $70,000 in 24 hours, which uh, is is humbling, which is what a humble bundle should do. And I love the fact that uh, people are going, yeah, it's not really EA, though. It's PopCap. Now it is EA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do own mm-hmm. PopCap these days. Uh, this is EA's decision and they've given all the money to charity like they did last time. So if you want to get on your high horse and go, yeah, well, it's not really EA. It is. It is EA. Don't be a dick about it. It doesn't matter who it is. If it's for good cause and you get good games, then what of it? Well, White did an online fundraiser charity thing anyway, as well as the selling meth. They're not mutually exclusive. You can do both. Mm. But one's highly illegal. And the other's selling meth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. I'm probably going to install them at some point and then I might play some. I was horrified when I first got them and it, Took me to the Origin versions initially. I almost vomited and asked for a refund. Um, but then I saw there was a Steam version as well, and I calmed down. Yeah. yeah. And um, happy, happy days. And a regular PC and a Mac loader as well, if you don't want to go DRM route. I love DRM. DRM I- makes me happy. Makes me feel safe and secure. I know. I know. And that's fine. But for those who don't, we they're know. also available. You basically them. You're basically getting every version apart from a mobile version, which if they could have done a mobile version, they would have done, but you know what Apple are like. Wankers. They don't care about dying people. They uh, they they, they Mr. replaced Apple's already dead. Yeah, and what they do before he died, they replaced him with a newer shiny model less than six months after the last one. What a surprise. I do love Apple products, but you have to kind of query it sometimes. They they have a, a weird policy at the moment where you can't put a game on the App Store if it's very close to real life, which is ridiculous. But there you go. Weirdos, a lot of them. And they never returned with that icing bouncy. You'll be uh, interested to know. Did you not? Um, but apparently... I'm going to play a jing- jingle. I almost said jungle. I'm going to play a jingle in a minute and find the icing, because I know where it is. It does exist, though. Creamy home style. Yeah. Let me jingle you up, and uh, and I'll find it. Well, I couldn't find it in the end, but I have just it had... Exist. He does exist. I have mm. just had a delightful Nutella finger, which... Uh, Did you dip your finger in that? Yeah, how is Jamaica Nutella finger? You're just... So good. It's nearly as good as a peanut butter finger. 
That's one of my favourites. Would you like a Nutella finger? I'm all right, you can you. use your own finger if you want. Okay. Although I did double dip Nutella, so there's some of my spit in there now. Yeah, I'm not going. Are that. you going to make your kids eat that? No, I'm going to eat the rest of it myself. No, you no. Before. In the morning, we've got banana pancakes on page twelve. Pardon? <laughs> <But we're> not- <laughs> That's the first thing I heard when I came back, and it sounded like an advert for Playboy magazine, <laughs> but related to food. Yeah. What do you mean? Banana That's what we've got. We've got banana pancakes, and it's on page twelve. Because you, you have pick, banana pancakes. Pancake he will day. pick up the, he will pick up the book and be like, "Where is it?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's in the book." So I put the pages down. I assumed that was the rating PG twelve. No, no, <laughs> that's page twelve. And then what? The, so sausages PG forty two directly <laughs> below it. And then the Christmas. What well, tumble mints? Is that <laughs> min- mints put in the tumble dryer? <laughs> no, that is mints with tumbled spuds, and I call it tumbleweeds. So I didn't want people to think I was weird, so I put mints instead. <laughs> And then we've got crispy chicken, which is on the Kindle. So I used to go and find the Kindle. <laughs> crispy chick Kindle. <laughs> like it's crispy chick Kindle popcorn, page one four four. It says on there at the moment. Um, weirdos. Yeah, um, you are. Did you know you can buy MGPX tickets? I did. How many people buying them? Uh, not really. I think we should cancel the whole event if people don't put a finger out. Mm. Really. It's on the 20-something of summer. (laughs) (laughs) July. Yeah, it's in July this year, I think. Is it this year? Yes. The 21st. Nope, hang on. No, 20... The 19th. 19th, The 19th (laughs) of July, um, 2014. Um, It's in Peterborough. Um, We'd like you to come... Well... We're not bothered if you come. We'd like your money. <laughs> um, I'd like you all to come. Mostly, um, remember, my plan this year is to do exactly what I did at Eurogamer. Um, I'm going to sleep in one of your rooms. <laughs> so uh, I'm not booking a hotel and I'm not going home. So I fully expect somebody to very generously say, it's all right, Bouncy. Spare bed or sofa in my room. Come and sleep with us. I have had an offer from the bigger boys. That's but there is already... Boys. There is already two big boys in that room. You wouldn't get out of that room alive. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said uh, something along the lines of, um, I was already nearly killed at Bodian's when I ordered a soft drink. If I wake up and I want to order an orange juice, I'm going to be murdered. <laughs> and uh, he went, it don't matter. You'll never be without alcohol when you're with me. And I was like, I know. That's- <laughs> that was lovely. And it was a lovely offer. But um, at the same time, there's two of them. So if there's somebody traveling down on their own, they might just want someone to cuddle. So I'm putting myself out there. <laughs> Last year, it was a, 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 a well-toned fireman and a very podgy postman I ended up in a room with. Uh, so, you know, I can only go up from there, can't I? Can't, can't do any worse than postman, Gav. So, uh... <laughs> have you not met Proton? I have, but I didn't sleep in a room with him. I'm just saying, worse than postman, Gav. Oh, on, no. I said tagline on the night shift. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to night shift. Worse than postman gap. <laughs> oh, uh, if you go on our site and type in MGPX, it comes up with the ticket details. It's on the 19th of July. Pay what you like. We need to reference that because can I pay what I like? A lot of people said oh, I can't afford it, and I was like, it's pay what you like. So is there an option to pay nothing? Uh, I don't know. You set it up. Um, if there's not an option for paying nothing, just email us to tell us you're coming. Um, rather than tickets at this stage, we're more interested in just knowing there's going to be enough people coming for it to be worth actually finalising booking it. Because at the moment, there's 
10 or 15 people on the list. Which, to be fair, we could just go and have a Chinese. Mm. You know, we need we need 50, 100 people there again. 50, 100 people. It's about 75 last time. That's what I said, 50, 100. That's how many we want again. We want to treble that. Let's apply Nogfest rules. Yeah, ideally, we'd have 300 people turn up. Yeah. And all of them pay £100 each. <laughs> and we'll run away with nearly £1,000. <laughs> anyway, um, we're also going to be at Resd on the 29th of uh, this very month, the day March. before Wembley, March. Um, we've been asked a couple of times on Twitter this week if it's worth going to. We have no idea. It's not been before. <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah. Um, that makes it worth going to, I imagine, even if there's nothing there worth playing. We'll be there. We'll entertain you. Yeah. We'll probably have a beer with you afterwards as well. Or beat up the Yogs cast. I've always wanted to beat up the Yogs cast. Who hasn't? Um, but the last time we went to the NEC, we ended up playing... Uh, oh, was that um, Gadget Show? Yeah. We ended up playing um, Shoot Mania Storm and rather enjoying it, if I remember rightly. So even if we find a little gem like that... The big It'll game is Alien Isolation, the, the world first hands-on. No, thank you. Well, I'm sorry, Anna, but some of us are a bit more excited. <laughs> you've got to play it so you can say it's all right. Well, come on. You know, I have you've got, no you've got... interest in Alien Games. That <laughs> means it'll be the one you love this year. No. It's always the ones you don't, you don't... If you're looking forward to a game, you don't like it. It's the games you don't care about that I make you play that you love. Not Aliens. Aliens is boring. Uh, I hate all the films. They're just, ugh. Do my head in. I can't bother with them. It's a new cast bloody... Tickets where you get T-shirts and whatnot. We should be the podcast. <laughs> but we could sell tickets with T-shirts. If anyone buys a £75 <laughs> ticket to MGPX, you can have a T-shirt. Resid. I'm saying this. Resid. Resd. Whatever it's Resid. called. Resid. I read it as I said that. That's what the ED. Resd. So, yeah, come and see us at that. That'll be Reek Grand. Um, and then the next day, head on over to the Fens and look at some pretend sharks. Shark Sunday. Shark Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, with Rez, just meet us all in the car park beforehand, like, like Bouncy is. Um, 80s shopping list this week. Um, pretty much all I could find was South Park Stick of Truth that's out on all the retro consoles. Which is grand. Retro consoles. Yeah, on all the old stuff. <laughs> well. You've got a Nintendo console. You can get the new Phineas and Ferb game. Yeah. Oh. So that, if you've got pretty much any console over the next gen, uh, you can play Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, which is based on the new Pac-Man TV series. What? And he's all right. <clears throat> a new Pac-Man, Pac-Man what? TV series. Why? Oh, yeah, my daughter watches that. Okay, and they've replaced, they've replaced the pills with cookies. And... got the Night Shift theme tune on it, isn't it? <laughs> it has. Are we getting royalties off that? We'll have to check. Yeah. I'd hope so. But there is also an accompanying app as well, which is based on the same series, and a l- range of toys with barcodes in them, so you can unlock those toys in the game as well. But um, yeah, I would all go- also it plays like a really fun '90s platform game. So it's uh, it's one I will pick up when it's cheap. I'll wait for it to drop to about ten, and I'll buy it for me and the kids to play. Could be quite good. And um, and then there's a game, um, Atelier Escher and Loggy. Pardon. Um, mm. It's a Japanesey thing. Uh, there was another Atelier Chronicles-style uh, game that I saw a little while ago that was a bit bizarre. Uh, so I'm guessing it's something like that. I've not done any research on these names. Not like you. Most of them I know. But when it comes to Japanese stuff, I'd rather just say, I think 
it's one of those Japanese things they pretend to know. Because at some podcasts, they'll go, oh, yes, well, this is the, the number one best-selling game in Taiwan. Don't know. I'm not going to pretend to do. Okay, if you like those sort of games, tell us what it's about. Uh, record something, we'll play it next week, whatever. As long as it's entertaining. I mean, some of you... Are yeah, I was going to say, don't invite... But we get enough numbskulls asking us to be on our show, as it is. Yeah, then we have to set up other podcasts for them to be on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> News me. News you? Yeah. News you um, and abuse you? No, Bouncy. Oh, why? why are you news you? Have you got some news? Yes. Are you going to steal Bouncy's thunder? Yeah. If it's on my thing, I'm going to make a noise like a camel that's aroused. <laughs> Go ahead, Anna. Watch Dogs is out in May. <laughs> <laughs> Not only have you obviously told the bit of news I knew about, you've also ruined my joke. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm so excited. Tell us your joke it. anyway. We'll pretend What's, we didn't what, hear it. What date in May, Anna? The 27th. Right. Um, it, my joke, basically, was uh, Ubisoft have done something a bit naughty. They've announced in March they're going to let the dogs out. And then I was going to play a bit of uh, Who Let the Dogs Out, which was, like, queued up ready, and I was going to go, like, <laughs> like that. And then oh, I was going to say, what well, was... You, Ubisoft <laughs> let the dogs out on May. But no, Anna, you I'm it so sorry. <laughs> you always have the song too close. <laughs> it's embarrassing. When you did that to me, we, I think we mentioned it on the show before, you randomly played that song. It's a message. And when I pressed play thinking it was you responding, my phone loudly just played that song in a busy little bus waiting queue. Everyone thought I was a wanker. Well, they hit the nail on the head, didn't they, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, uh, May the 27th is coming out. Um, it's the Wii U version isn't going to come out May the 27th because they've apparently, despite the rest of them being finished, they need specialist Wii U development team to be able to make that. So I need to mute off on that. Uh, they need mm-hmm. those to make that game work. But it is going to have an eight-player co-op what, free roam, which could be quite interesting. Eight hackers all running around at the same time. So, yeah. So that's, that's obviously the big news this week. And... Uh, May the 27th, you say? Yeah. Yes. That's just after half-term, isn't it? The inconsiderate arseholes. <laughs> yes, I did say inconsiderate. <laughs> By the way, we done. Two years worth you know, I'm still going to have gone. to leave the house every day. Yeah, but you'll have about six hours. Hold on, the 27th. Yeah. 20- your, your voice is very... The 27th is... A, right, important grown-up talk. Okay. The 27th is the Tuesday in the middle of half-term. Is it coming out on Tuesday here, or are we Americanised? Well, it will come days? out on the Tuesday here, I should imagine. Oh, OK, so that's half-term. Because of the big delay. Who says you're playing it? Me? No, 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 no. We've got two consoles. One TV. We've got about eight TVs. I, I am not. TV. I am not sitting here with non-plasma. Well, I can use the homeless TV. Yeah, I don't that's, mind. That's right. I can get you a 46-inch TV for 300 quid. Is it plasma? Can yeah. I swap it for a 37-inch LCD? <laughs> no. And you, a few you, you love need, film you games. Two. So I can give you two. But anyway, let's move on. More news. Um, the Room uh, Fireproof Games have announced that Combined with the Room and Room 2, they've sold 5.4 million copies of the game. Awesome. Goodness me. Which, when you consider the fact that that launched at about three ninety nine, four ninety nine, dollars uh, they basically have That's proved, nearly £1,000! they basically proved you don't need to be a 69p app to make good sales. Uh, now, Barry Mead, 
one of my favourite people in the industry. Very tall, long hair, loves a waistcoat, very Irish. Um, I, I do love the guy. I really must give him more hugs next time I see him. Uh, he made a brilliant quote, okay? It <laughs> contains the best swear word I've heard in years, <laughs> and it's not that rude. So I'm going to read the quote, and you see if you spot the, the swear word that made me stop, read again, highlight, and increase by two font si- uh, point sizes when I wrote <laughs> my Have you actually out. highlighted it? Yep. Brilliant. Today, fireproof received word that the room to us are 1.2 million. Combined with the room, we're at 5.4 sa- million sales in over 14 months. Yet all this happened without Fireproof spending any money on marketing or PR or analysts or analytics. We had no experience in mobile. We made it up as we went along. Our game wasn't a service. We believed in gamer word of mouth. Right? No swear word there. Here it comes. Maybe what mobile games needs is less data bollocks and more devs who believe in gamers and what gamers want. But that's not data bollocks hyphenated. One word. (laughs) Data bollocks. I love that. I love the fact that... Is it bollocks spelled with an X or a C-K-S? K-S, a proper bollocks. Nice. Uh, I love the fact that potentially he's talking about the industry having these digital data bollocks dangling between the legs, getting all distended now, all gnarled up. They need just castrating, let the industry thrive. But it is, essentially, as news goes, it is very exciting news because it's a premium product, it's a really good game, that sold on, essentially, just on large format tablets to start off with. And they've made a lot of sales from it. And I think it does go to show that if you make a good game, it'll sell regardless of price. And, uh, yeah. So, well done to Fireproof. Thank you. All of the Mature Gamer podcast. But especially Nathan Smith, a.k.a. Bouncy Ball and HR Second B. <laughs> if uh, you ever or, need me to come and live with you for a week, I will. Or might I add, Nate as it seems to have on your Twitter. Yeah. Do you want to talk us through that one, little fella? <laughs> we talked about it. It's the best thing from Nate. Basically, uh, in short, my when I used to be married, I created an online version of my name with a Y instead of a last A. So it was Nathan with a Y. And the reason was, when it was quoted, there were, when I was at school, there was another Nathan Smith, uh, online, loads of Nathan Smiths, nobody with a Y, so I figured it was the way of standing out. So you were Nathy Smith. So my my nan used to call me Natey Tate, and uh, I didn't like that either. So I never really liked the name Nate. And then when I split up with my missus, a lot of people started calling me Nate. And they were like, Nate, Nate. And she's probably not saying mate, and you're just getting mad at it. It's they're from Wisbeach and they can talk properly. And so they're like, Nate. And I thought, yeah, it's easier to write. I'll just put Nate on stuff when I sign it. So generally, I call myself Bouncy. When I send emails and stuff to people, generally I call myself Bouncy. Most people call me Bouncy, but there are people who want to call me by my real name. So I was like, well, it's Nate then. Fuck it. Nate will do fine. I'm not, I'm not overly keen on it. I don't like shortening down names. I think it's a bit too formal. I don't really like calling Steve Steve because I'm pretty sure his actual name's Stephen. But, um, <laughs> with a PH. So uh, occasionally I will sort of say, Stephen, Evan, how are you doing? I'm sure they were calling you mate. And you've just said, <laughs> it does make Stephen sense. Think very carefully. <laughs> convinced sort of that someone's gone, are you all right, mate? And you've gone, Nate, Nate, that's what? a great name. Be mate. It's all right, mate. She was she wasn't good enough for you anyway. <laughs> all you've taken from it is Nate. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going to become Nate. He's good enough for anyone. <laughs> you monster. Uh, are you crying now, Bouncy? Is he broken? No, no, you? not at all. Uh, you all right, mate? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I dribbled a little bit there. So Jack Tretton is leaving Tony. He's Who the hell is he? He's the guy. Who, yeah, he's like, you know, Reggie. No. Reggie. Horrible. Reggie Yates. Party, Reggie from Nintendo. Oh, oh him. Yeah, not and, Reggie You know, Yates. horrible Major Nelson and Steve Ballmer. From... Major Nelson's awesome. No, he's not. He calls himself Major Nelson. <laughs> yeah. When he introduces himself to people, he goes, hi, I'm Major Nelson. No, you're a major moron. Go fuck yourself. You weren't christened. If he, if he produces a birth certificate and says, my name's Major Nelson, fair enough. But he's not. <laughs> he's just going around with what is essentially a gamer tag as a name. It's like calling yourself Sheepdog, wouldn't oh, Pouncy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thing is, I've also called myself Nate, don't I? <laughs> 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 so, uh, the Jack Trek. At least leaving. somebody does, eh? At the end of the month, leaving Sony. Now, he uh, is CEO of the um, Sony's American branch. He basically took PlayStation 2 to massive success over there. Uh, didn't do so well with PS3, obviously. Uh, but the PS4, he's the guy who stood up at E3 and did their big presentation where they said, you can share your games. Oh, he's the man with the good hair. Yeah. He's the guy, the guy with the good hair, yeah. Who actually was a quite affable CEO, as CEOs go. Didn't wear a tie. No. Nope, just casual guy. The bloke I bet who's he's going him. to live in did Hawaii I, Did any of you watch The Apprentice last season with mm-hmm. Alex, the guy who looked like a vampire with plastic eyebrows? No. Basically, there was a guy on there who looked like an even more gayer version of Freddie Mercury. Um, <laughs> this The new guy in charge of Sony looks like that if he'd been burned in a fire. <laughs> um, so when you see a picture, you just like, imagine... I've seen that, him. He's really got yeah. dark hair and What's stuff. his name? I can't remember his name. Wally, 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 Lenny Wally Burns. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so good luck to Jack Tretton, whatever you end up doing. And uh, good luck to the new guy. Hope the treatment works soon. Uh, Twitch, coming to Xbox, we talked about last week, coming on the 11th or whatever it is, to Xbox. Um, it's also now going to be available for mobile gaming on Android and iOS. Why? Yeah. Uh, so, because you can broadcast your games, Anna. Like what? Like The Room, or Buzz uh, okay. of Zombies, or um, uh, really good ones. Like Happy Bird. Yeah. Tapped out. We can exactly. just talk about it 24-7, Bouncy. I can I know. We like listening to this podcast. You and can talk about that whilst advertising Bouncy's shop, and people don't need to listen to this show anymore. The development kit will allow you, basically, to use the inbuilt microphone and camera on your devices to also broadcast in vision commentary as well. Which, when you think about it, on a phone, you can have a smartphone and broadcast your game on Twitch with a commentary from your phone, which is pretty cool. I just want to play Super Hexagon, Twitch that. And it'll just be 30 seconds of me going, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know you can do that from your computer now. Yes, but it's not the same as me being able to do it okay. when I was sit- laying on the floor in my shop pretending I'm not there. Mm. You'll broadcast from there. It'll well, be great. That- Take advantage of the front-facing camera, the facing doobie yeah. thing, and put your pretty face on there as well. Yeah, what I just said. Was it? I wasn't listening. It's I was really trying to find pictures of this Freddie Mercury guy. <laughs> I'm not familiar with him. He um, looks like he was in a band. I don't think he's in charge of Sony. No. So, so yeah, so that's that's on the way. Obviously, it will only be people that put it in the apps themselves, but the development kit's now available, so I should imagine we'll see some 
quite high-ranking games uh, coming to it very soon. Um, Rocksteady showed off Batman Arkham Knight this week. Ooh, oh, yeah. Jesus, a lot of people go, Game, um... I soiled myself. He did. He was like, I'm making dinner. I was like, sit down for three minutes, watch this. <laughs> I was at work when it broke. And uh, I'd already heard, before Game put the thing up, I had heard a very strong rumour that it was about to be announced. But I'd thought, well, I'd rather wait because it, it does seem obvious that they were going to do one. Uh, but it does seem a bit soon after Origins. But then I figured, mm. well, it's an announcement. It's about the right time of year. Mm. Um, and then obviously Game went and put the bloody product listing on there for £7 more because it had some game exclusive editions <laughs> on it. Um, but no, so officially what the details we have got is it's called Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, the city is five times the size of Arkham City. Why you have, have they got still got the word Arkham in there? That Because it, that's the trilogy they've made. Uh, it's the Arkham trilogy as far as I said. They're not calling Origins anything to do with their trilogy. They've distanced out. As far as I said, this is their last game they're making. Uh, the Arkham Knight, uh, the Dark Knight thing, uh, is obviously Batman, but the Arkham Knight is not mm. Batman. And so I'm thinking Azrael, because if you've ever read, uh, you've got Nightfall on your shelf, so you obviously know the story of the mantle and Azrael. He was in one of the earlier games. You could throw a batarang at him. And he would catch it and you could talk to him a bit. So he is already established as a character. The storyline goes that there is another vigilante in the city who has a more violent tendency than Batman does, which again fits exactly with the Azrael thing. But it could also be like um, the Red Hood when Tim Drake, I think it was Tim Drake, came back. Uh, one of the Robins who died. The one who was killed by a crowbar, that was Tim Drake, wasn't it? What? I was The, the Robin no, who was killed Batman, by a crowbar. No. That, was, that was Tim Drake, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, he came back, didn't he, as a criminal? Um, yes, he mask, did. Red mask or something. Red, red, red hood. hood. Yes, which I just said a minute ago and I forgot. Um, so it could also be like the Red Hood, but I don't think they'll do that. I think it's going to go the Asriel Knights, but we shall see. Uh, Scarecrow's the big bad this time. You've got Harley Quinn's back as playable character in challenge maps because they just can't let go of the idea that people only want to play as a playable character in a fucking challenge map. No. Um, then you've got Two-Faced Penguin and uh, my favourite, um, Bog Boy. He's going to probably be in there if uh, they decide to create a character called Bog Boy. But there are also talks that it's going to be out on October the 14th. But this is still very early days and they haven't announced that properly. But if it is, pencil it in your diary. You at least want two days. I've already tattooed it on my arm. Yes, he has. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, sooner than that, March the 18th, Kev, <clears throat> on the Vita... Luft trousers. Get yourself all over that. What, love, no? love trousers. Did you love just say Luft trousers? Luft trousers. It's from Vlambeer. It's from what? Vlambeer. Company. Sorry. Clear your throat. Try again. It's from what? <coughs> it's from Vlambeer. Vlambeer. Yes. Vlambeer. Right. Uh, it's basically uh an aeroplane combat game oh good i played it at eurogamer it's brilliant it's mm. a bit like there's a game in the 80s called time pilot came out in the xbox 360 actually it's an arcade game um it's yeah it's it's great fun have a look at it it's going to be brilliant on the vita that's out on march 18th and then a week later you can play fez on the vita and oh, give oh, that game fish. i've already got on two other things yeah. mm. give phil fish a little bit more money he needs it wall. yeah um, so just, he can have more surgery to make himself look like John no, Lennon. It just needs to buy some more tablets to finish the job. Um, 
So, yeah, so that's there. Uh, May the 7th, we've got Peggle 2 coming out on the 360. Mm. If you're desperate to play Peggle 2 and don't want it quite as shiny, or don't own Xbox One, I suppose that's a better reason, uh, you can get that. And, and there's also multiplayer update on the Xbox One version for free now, so you can play dual mode, Ooh. which is dual mode as a fight, not as a duels, like bejeweled, even though PopCut made that too. We're not idiots. Some people are. Uh, Microsoft wants to make Xbox Live cross-platform, getting it onto Android and iOS devices. So feasibly, instead of Game Center, you could log into... So they're finally admitting Windows Phone isn't going to happen. I think what they're finally admitting is the fact they've failed. Because didn't I see Nokia have brought out an Android phone, or are bringing out an Android phone, so Windows Phone has completely given up? It has. I mean, the idea was good. The execution was terrible. Um, Even Sony, you know, if you look at what Sony wanted to do originally compared to what they're doing now, they've now gone for smaller phones that actually are phones rather than trying to be games things. Uh, It's basically just a game center, though, they want to launch now, as opposed to a full OS, so... Uh, I think that could work well. I'd like to be able to play games and get game uh, game score on my mobile. So Are Apple really going to let Xbox Live on anything? But, you, but if you think about it, there are other things already, aren't there? So there's like um, uh, Jetpack Joyride had its own inbuilt thing. You could sign up. I forget what it was now, but it was like a little Apple thing, a little green thing, not an Apple, but a little green logo, um, the Jogo or something. Yeah. They do, they can have. Yeah, this is this in. is Microsoft doing one, mm. but they also but basically as long as the game supports that and Game Center, Apple don't mind. Mm. So I, I don't see it being a problem really. It's just a, another avenue through, and it could put some uh, Microsoft products on iOS and Android, so you could get Spartan Assault or something on a mobile, which would be quite splendid. Um, if you play Mario, what's the what's the worst weapon you can ever use if you want to be popular? There's weapons in Mario. Mario Kart. Oh, Mario Kart. That would have been useful information. Blue shell. Yes. Uh, If you buy Mario Kart 8, you pay £20 more and have a spiny shell. Yeah, but it floats in the air. No, it doesn't, Anna. It sits on a stand. It looks like it floats in the air. No, it's on a stand. Mm. Just on a perfect stand. Um, uh, It even says in the description, comes atop a black and transparent frame. Which is so not it really clarifies that it doesn't it. float. It looks yeah. like it floats. <laughs> nope, it doesn't float. Uh, but yeah, so you can play that. If you want to buy the game just digitally, you can get the SNES version of Super Mario Kart out on the 27th of March uh, and then get £5.49 knocked off of Mario Kart 8 if you buy it from the eShop. No, thank you. So, How no. much is uh, the SNES version? Uh, I'm guessing £5.49. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd just buy that and not bother with 8 Oh, no, we need to get eight. There's no point you're earning a Wii U if you don't get Mario yeah. Kart. Yeah, the SNES version was awesome. No, yeah, but you. there's still no point you're earning if you don't get Mario Kart 8. Yeah, we've only got one controller, so there's no point having it anyway. No, we I, don't. We've, we've, got, we've got a gamepad. We've got two Wii remotes. Yeah, I suppose. I'd just buy Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed on Wii U because it is Mario Kart 8 but done better. Yeah. I was just trying to find a picture of this uh, stand and... There's a bloke just ranting his head off about the poor quality of Mario Kart games, and the, the only response is, Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bouncy. Wound up that yes. poor man. What can you tell me about um, The Walking Dead on the PlayStation? Because it ain't there yet. Uh, it, it's been delayed slightly. Why? I don't know. They never oh. tell you why. 
Um, usually. It always was. If you remember yeah. back to when we were playing season one on there, it was always out on the PlayStation two weeks after everything else. I've been yeah. sat there all week thinking, oh, I'll be on today, oh, I'll be on today, and it's still not. Yeah. I just, I just when, whenever any of these come out, I don't even question it now because I just expect mm. them to be late. So, um, yeah, it's uh, if it's not there by next week, I'd then start wondering why. But to be honest, sometimes it's just they don't they miss the scheduling because Sony only release content one day a week, whereas anybody else can put them out when they like. So yeah. that sometimes, if you haven't got it submitted quick enough, it can just push it by a week. But we will see. Um, right, uh, Le- Lego. Everybody likes Lego. They're doing a Lego Vita bundle. What, Vita shit. made of Lego. That would be good, but no, sadly. Uh, you get the Vita, yep. uh, 16 gig memory card. Which Vita? Is it the nice one or the... I'm guessing it's going to be the new one, mm. but it looks like the old one in all the marketing materials. So I don't know whether they're just using up old stock again, uh, but I would hope it's the newer one. Miniscule memory card as well. Well, you can still fit all the games on they're going to give you. Any of the games they give you... Um, Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, Lego Batman, Lego Indiana Jones, The Original Adventures, Lego Batman 2, DC Superheroes, and Lego Harry Potter 5 to 7. That'd be awesome Which, if I haven't played them all. Yeah, but I was saying, for people who are looking to get their kids mm. a, a Vita, that's the best possible handle. How much is that? Cause that's an awesome deal. Uh, it's going to be about 199 quid. That is superb. That's about eight guaranteed Platinums as well there, because they're yeah. so simple. Oh, they're not. No, on Vita they are, because you and don't have you... any of the exploring stuff to do. And if you've already got the you know, if you've already got the, the Vita itself, you can buy it just as a pack with a memory card. Uh, awesome. 16 gig memory card version, 40 quid for that and all the games. Or I think a 32 gig is going to cost about 50 quid. If anyone wants to buy a 16 gig memory card off me for uh, 38 pounds, mm-hmm. um, there won't be any games with it, just the memory card. But it would have been uh, licked. <laughs> well, no, I'll ju- the memory card will be, un- I assume they're downloaded games. Um, the memory card will be completely untouched. It's original packaging. I only want the code. And uh, yeah, if anyone wants to buy that memory card off me, I'll have all the games sorted. Okay. Mm. I'll um, even throw in an 8 gig memory card with it that's lying around somewhere that I took out. Can you have one more? Than, uh, could you have more than one memory card? No, that's why out? I got the giant that's one. That's annoying. Yeah, you can. They told me you couldn't. Yeah, you can. You just can't play the games that are on one while it's not in the machine. I've got two. I'll switch between them at the moment until my larger one gets here. Um, but yeah, so that's... That's quite a good value. I'm guessing they're not all going to be the Vita versions. I think a couple well, some of, of them there aren't Vita versions. No, like the original the majority Lego of them Batman. are going to be PSP, but it doesn't yeah. matter because they're still good quality games for a handheld. Um, now the final bit of news this week, and I do apologise for having to report on this uh, to anybody shop. who ever owned a Mega Drive. Uh, the darkest day that we ever hoped <clears> we'd never see is possibly going to happen. Um, a new Shaq Fu game. He's possibly on the cards. <laughs> I owned a Mega Drive and I have no idea what you're saying. Uh, Shaq Fu was a fighting game starring basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, and it was fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, if you, if you imagine like, the gaming equivalent of waking up one morning and finding that your penis has been chewed by a mouse, you're pregnant up the arse, and your eyes have fallen out, it's still not even close to how bad it was playing Shaq Fu. I think if my eyes had fallen out, I wouldn't know what chewed my penis. You, you have like got an audio cassette next to you recorded by a serial killer and set it all up that told you. 
The tagline um, is this time we won't fill it up. How much? Yes, that's that's exactly what you said. Yeah. Uh, how much do you think he's going to need to make a shit game not shit? $450,000, right? Which is going to a company that the multi-millionaire basketball star has set up himself to make the game. <laughs> so it's like... Oh, is this a kickstart or something then? It's on Indiegogo. Okay. Uh, basically, he set up a company himself called Big D's Productions, because one of his nicknames is The Diesel, so Big Diesel. Um, and yeah, it's not looking great it's it's supposed to be more like streets of rage mixed with street fighter um but kind of the first one was just just bad enough to not want me to ever give money to this game and frankly anybody who does give money to this game deserves to be run over by a school bus so um this story sounds amazing after speaking with a kung fu master he stumbles into another dimension where he must rescue a young boy from an evil mummy so indiegogo can't really, you know, what more does that story need, Bouncy? Where are they going? It wrong? needs to be a good game, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Moonwalker, the movie, as a good concept, a superstar pop star travels around time and space and rescues kids from gangsters by dancing at them. That sounds <laughs> great. In actuality, it was a car wreck of a movie hmm. and a terrible game. Um, but yeah, and that also brings on to a little rant I just want to have, and I just want to gauge your opinions on this. I was reading a review of um they were talking about bringing dragon age to next gen dragon age inquisition i think it's called isn't it that is the next gen isn't it yeah they would so they were saying about oh, he's already raised do. 60 grand on his indiegogo bet that's himself <laughs> um but yeah so dragon age the, the producers have basically said this is going to be our most ambitious and in an, an imaginative project yet now how many times when there's been a sequel coming out have you heard them say that Right? Why has nobody said to them, well, of course it is. You're not going to make a shit game on purpose. You're not going to go, we had these really good ideas last game. Let's not have any good ideas this time. Let's make a game that's so bland, it wouldn't even be enjoyed by accountants. And call it Rise, Son of Rome. Yes. I I wanted to play that. Don't do it. I don't want to buy it. I just want to play it. I'm hoping somebody will trade it at work. I can borrow it. Yeah, we'll uh, come and trade it in tomorrow. We'd like forty pounds for it, please. <laughs> oh my gosh, have you been on? You know, on PlayStation. Brand new for twenty nine quid. What are you on about? <laughs> on PSN, um, Need for Speed Rivals is twenty quid. Yeah, only on last gen though. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So if it was on this gen, it would be twenty nine pounds. But um, but yeah, I just thought, oh, what stupid thing to keep saying. And now, from now on, if I ever, if we're at the point where we're at Rest or any other F- expo, and somebody says to us. Yeah, this is going to be our most imaginative project yet. I'm just going to slap myself in the face and walk away. Because <laughs> I can't hit them. I can at least put some pain on myself. And they'll then ask what happened. And you can explain that because they said that, I had to slap myself in the face. I've um, I've actually been working on my own version of Pong this afternoon. Right. Um, which is my most imaginative <laughs> game yet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Tri- headphone out of socket. The thing is, that was that, that was absolute truth for me as well. It's the first game I've ever made. I'm so happy with it. Nice. No, better than Mega Stan? No, it's not. It doesn't work yet. I tried to I tried to load up the screen and it just all crashed. I haven't even managed <laughs> to get the table on the screen yet. What you really tried to do that earlier? Yeah, I was bored at work. My meeting finished early and I had to sit around until four o'clock. So I had about forty five minutes and I just thought, eh, there's my laptop. Oh, Python's running. Oh, I'll have a play. 
Spent my afternoon focusing on growing a beard. I played I played on Python. Don't know why. She could do Hello World now. I can. Nice, it's more than me. I've not used it yet. I wrote a whole syllabus on it for my uh, department. I've never used it before. Um, I was going to ask, there must be some companies who go, we've just made an excellent game. Quick, let's cash in as quick as we can. Yeah, Fluffy Bird. Yeah. I mean, make loads of sequels. I I don't have an issue with, with people wanting to do a bigger and better game. That, my point is, that's what they should be thinking. I mean, the opposite. There, there must be people out there who go, let's do a really shit game just to, no, just no, to no. quickly what I'm separate them in. It's, it's specifically duty, sequels. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If you're making it goes without saying game, it should be better. Yeah. And I don't understand why they're spending the first kind of bit of their interview going, well, we've, got, we've assembled the best possible team. Uh, we've got some incredible leading industry talent. And we're working to the best. We're going to be, make the best game we've ever made. Well, yes, that's what we expect of you. That's what we always expect of you. That's why we're disappointed. What is the bare minimum, Steve? It's one bear. That's the bare minimum. Well, one bear. Oh my that's, my, that's, my, that's my joke of the week. <laughs> Somebody told me in a shop, and it made me really smile, because I thought that's quite stupid, but very funny. What's the bare minimum? One bear. We heard. <laughs> that was four times. <laughs> it, the thing is, I want, what I want is everybody to try that joke out this week, just on an unsuspecting... Passenger on a bus. Or... What on earth would I be doing on a bus? He has a car. Yeah. A lot of people who listen to... I have a car bus. and I have pride. Right. Why would I be on a bus? Then you pull up at a traffic lights next to a young bloke in another car. You wind your window down and you go, wind your window down, mate. He winds window down and you go, hey, mate, what's the bare minimum? And they'll go, what? He go, one bear. Wind your window down, driver. Wheel spin away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. I want that to spread across the world. Just want to see it on Twitter next week. But for nobody I know, just appear and go, oh, I've heard this joke. This bloke just walked into McDonald's in his underpants, just went, everybody, what's the bare minimum? And somebody went, don't know. And he goes, one bear. And then walks out again, striding out in his underwear, looking like Walter White with his shirt tucked in. It'd Your housemates must be in their bedrooms at the moment thinking, yeah, what's the bare minimum? One bear, like 16 times in the past 10 minutes. It's like, like he's trying to psych himself up. What's the bare minimum, Bouncy? One bear! They the know he no. drinks. Oh, are you still up? What's the bare minimum? You said one bear. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. She's happy. I'm happy. That's that's spreading. She's she's going to get drunk tomorrow with a load of hockey people. She's going to tell that joke while drunk. And that's going to be really hilarious to a load of drunk hockey players. They're going to be like, one bear. Some people will be like, I don't get it. You know, you do you do have to just let, you, let it sink in a little bit. Sometimes. I don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's a better. cerebral joke. Definitely. <laughs> I reckon I'll get home tonight. Level, I'll be laying in bed. You're, level. You're not going to get it. But yeah, what's the bare minimum? That also is uh, now going to be an offer. Don't leave shop. me hanging. What's the bare minimum, Bouncy? One bear. Thank you. But yeah, that should be like a secret. Like You know, like when they go, um, the sun in Spain is frequent this time of year. And then the other person goes, yes, it's a good job. I have a deck chair. And then they can transfer secret files because they're obviously spies. Mature gamer podcast listeners can now go up to other people in the street and go, what's the bare minimum? And if the other person goes, one bear, you know, you can go, hey! Yeah, we do need a code like that. 
that's a good. He's he's, he's cracked it there because the amount of times someone. I mean, normally the code is I stand there, and if they go, "All right, shoot dog," <laughs> I know they know who I am. Or and, we get which one are you then? Yeah. I am not going up to people in the street and asking <laughs> what the bare minimum is. Oh, I'm not going to hang around outside hotels in strange cities asking people that. What we'll do is if you come up to us at at Res and say, what's the bare minimum? All together, we'll tell you what the bare minimum is and then shake your hand for coming up to us and saying, what's the bare minimum? Oh, come on, that'd be brilliant. We'll take some hand sanitizer for Steve. Or even better, some of that stuff that was on the Jonathan Rush show this week. I don't know if you saw the maybe you touch your genitals hand sanitizer which is called Maybe You Touch Your Genitals Hand Sanitizer, which uh, I thought was good. I was going to buy some for Steve for his birthday because he likes that kind of thing. What, touching his genitals? No, just the idea of sterilising yourself in case somebody has. Okay. Where has this come from? Is it because I wash fruit? Is that what it is? You know that I wash fruit. It's right back to the days of washing fruit. Even now, I, I try and get... I'm trying wash to get bananas. Jake, the little Saturday boy, um, to not want his drink by saying done something to that can <laughs> and he'll go what and i'll go nothing and then uh, he does look at me a little bit i'm getting to him now I'm, I'm worried i made my son ill because he's currently ill and i gave him an unwashed banana the other day why would you wash a banana well what, the inside I? of it the outside of it before i peel it well, how would he get ill when from that's like washing the outside of a bag of crisps well. before you eat it. <laughs> i don't know my mum always did it Bit weird. But now my, uh, my my son's not well at the moment. I reckon it was that unwashed. Gets banana, his sandwich out of his bag at lunchtime, <laughs> washes the tin foil, <laughs> opens it. It ruins his chips when he gets home from the chip shop. Ah, wash that paper, get all that grease off. Yeah. Ugh, soggy chips, weirdo. That is a bit weird. Are we done? Can you go home? I think we are. I'm bloody tired. Did you know the bare minimum is one bear? <laughs> Did you know you can follow bare us on... Bare minimum is one bear. Did you know... Bare minimum is one bear. Did you know I'm sacking somebody very soon? Did you know you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast and you can follow me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. I'm at Miss Lelujo. And I'm at the bare minimum. One bear. <laughs> You're a moron. And you can also find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Podcast. Um, or you can email the show, steve at maturegamerpodcast.com. Um, can we have iTunes reviews, please? Lots of them, especially the fellow who updates his every week. He's a legend. It makes me so happy. And one of them has to have the title, What is the Bare Minimum? Somebody would just do that. That would make me happy. Yeah, for those of you, just tell us what the bare minimum is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they'll just all put one star. <laughs> 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 no, we don't want one star. No. The bare minimum for us would be five stars. Yeah, well, let's change the gag. What's the bare minimum for five stars? <laughs> no, still Listen to the other shows as well. Obviously. What other shows? Best thing from that's a good show. Best thing from is a good show. It um, was quite week, fun this week. What really about politics? Scottish independence this week. Oh, mate, you've I... never heard such an in-depth political debate as we See, have I won't this week. To I asked the questions, and he actually said we got through them in about six minutes this week. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah. So, um, considering it's still an hour, we've Anna, ne- it's he's an hour never show. Asked the questions before. We it's an hour show. Up. Fifty-four minutes of it are not on topic. No. I managed to get every single question done in six minutes. Yeah, but it'll just talk about how he went for a walk. And no, no walking happened. He did something. No, he didn't talk about he anything. He probably to told you. me about... He talked about time travel, flying cars, 
Um, what else did we cover this week? Did we talk about time travel? There was a little bit of time travel, a little bit of flying cars, um, and some other stuff. I don't even My remember. My was almost a snake. Yeah. What now? You have to listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, um, and cutting things off of rabbits. Why? Just because. So, yeah, lots of stuff about Scottish independence this week. Mm. Mm. And I'd like to just jump in and say that uh, my other podcast, We're the Lollacost, comes back at the end of the month. Oh, the good. 31st. We've missed um, it. A lot of people have, actually. Every, have. every week it's been released, I've missed it. <laughs> no, it hasn't been out for a while. Um, but it is coming back. Uh, we've got the entire team working on it as, well, not as we speak, because I'm doing this. But uh, we are coming back with new material, uh, new songs, new comedy sketches, and uh, it's it's already looking to be very very good. Uh, they've already the decided the best most imaginative project you've big... done today. <laughs> no, no. Uh, do you mean. know what? One of the one of the big uh, plot lines through this series is why wasn't I doing series four? Because I was off doing this because this is wildly successful and nobody listens to the Holocaust. And now I've lowered myself to go back there. Didn't you so, die? No, I got Didn't put in the die? containment grid from Ghostbusters. Um, but, um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm basically uh, going back. Does that mean we have to sack you so that it all stays canon? No, well, apparently... that can be arranged. No, the, the Twitter feed did say I've been sacked. And then <laughs> somebody else said I've been that sacked. That Twitter well, feed's got a mind of its yeah, own. I've given the password that. to too many people. Yeah, I didn't write that one, so I'm wondering yeah. who wrote that. I, right. Me and him don't ever tweet anymore, really. I don't know. Is it you? Is it Jay? Is it Who else has got the password? There's about ten I'm people who got the password to that account now. It's... Worrying. Somebody, somebody quite helpfully said you'd already fired me anyway, so I hadn't gone back to them. I hadn't got any choice. I've been fired, which I thought was quite funny. But yes, yeah, so that's coming back. Uh, we are going to do a big push of that, and I'd like to ask some of the listeners if they could help me out. With yeah, it's a new feed, isn't it? You were doing. Yeah, whole new feed. Uh, uploading all the classic episodes. <laughs> Series one's being bumped together to one episode because most of it was rubbish. Um, so we're just doing like the same thing with season two and three, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. All the ones I was in were pretty poor. Series four was fantastic. Everyone wants some uh, talent to help out, but see, we're, we're only a phone call away. Well, you were going to be in the big Wacky Races episode that never happened, which is always a shame. So we may have to do something like that again. But, but yeah, now it's like more little features. So we kind of do uh, Foreign Muck, which is looking at uh, wildly racist TripAdvisor reviews. We do uh, Cliffy, B, or Cliffy Tweets, which were last series where Cliffy B... Uh, wrote some mad stuff and we comment on it. Uh, stuff from the Reddit ch- ad- advertiser, which is Hawk's old local newspaper. Uh, all stuff, but it's given... It's basically, if you imagine the one show, but with staffed entirely by maniacs and a robot, that's pretty much what Lollacost is now. It's no scripted storyline. Uh, camper van. Uh, uh, there is... that will Mystery will be resolved this series, but um, yeah, there is a little... There is an epilogue to that. But at the moment, yeah, it's a, like a magazine show with lots of different comedy bits in. And it's really good fun. And the last series I wasn't in and I really like listening to it. So now I'm in it. Should be even better. If it's not, what does that suggest? It suggests I should just give up and come back here <laughs> telling people what the bear is. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so when, so when I'm about to launch it, I would appreciate if people could give it a listen, uh, could give it a review and just help it get oh, going. It, Once it's worry. going, if you don't like it, you don't have to keep listening but we really some of the episodes were only getting 60 odd listens which was just criminal because it is quite a good show it deserves more than that 
I mean, we found out earlier, Kevin Steve walking around a town centre has been viewed more times than some of my podcast episodes. <laughs> we spent three weeks planning my episodes. They just went for a walk around a town. Yeah. Look, we've got the star power. You know? Over a thousand people looked at that. 1,700 people. It was something like that. Yeah, we were trying to find a pie. So I'm thinking, first episode, might have to have you two on it, just to get 1,700 people interested at the very least. Um, While everyone's listening. Have your people talk to our people. I will do. Get on YouTube and type in Best Friend from Melton Mowbray and watch us when we're much fatter than we are now, wandering around Melton Mowbray searching for pie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because I want to see that go over 2,000. Is the cheese pile in the video as well? I don't know. See you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bare minimum is one. (laughs) 